0: This is a Project Humanoid production. Wham-o.
1: Humanoid. This is murder, my dude. I'm BP Bird, and today I'm Jackson Wells. Just today,
0: uh, well, y- you know,
1: you yeah. know how it goes. It's touch and go. It's it's here and there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so usually we do a uh, a little funny opener. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. It's on and off.
1: It's when we want to. Now, it's because for a while we were doing it where we had to do it. And it was like, you got an opener?
0: No. Do you got an opener? No. Oh, we better think of it. it became like a stress point. And and it was something that I took on myself. I was like, Oh, I'll do the openers. I'll do them because I did a few openers. Um, <clears throat> like I did the one with um oh gosh, what was it? Uh We did the one last week. Which, right. I did yeah, the one okay. last week with the, the Dobie Gillis stuff, but then I did the I did the one also with uh It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. I did that one. You know, there are a few few different ones that I did. You mostly do all of it. Uh, And I, I, sometimes I just, I, you know, I get writer's block uh, and I just can't think of anything. So I was like, fuck it. We, We don't need to do one every week. You know, if it, if it's that daunting of a fucking task, why, you know, don't sit there and beat yourself up over some shit that you, you know, it's like, fuck it. No, we don't need to have one. But this week, uh, so we talked about this um, previously, like uh, prior to this uh, episode, we talked about this and we said uh, it was just too th- this. This case is a little too shitty. Yeah, this is a bad one. Um, we we've been doing like lately, we've been doing a lot
1: of historical things or like very high profile things, like Jack the Ripper and Black Dahlia or historical stuff. Like we, I think we kind of maybe talked about it last week or we talked about it off air. That that's a problem where we we talk to each other every day and then we put on turn on the microphone. And sometimes we forget. What we said on the show, what we just said in the conversation, where yeah, almost like even though they weren't back to back to back, Hoffa, which I think was episode forty-eight or forty-nine, and then Martin Luther King, which was fifty-two, and JFK, which was fifty-three, are kind of a trilogy, right? Yeah, and they're like a historical trilogy more so than a traditional true crime thing. But this week we're feet first back into the the true crime muck.
0: I uh as i said to you i think this may be the worst one we've done yet and i know you think that albert fish is the worst albert fish
1: has a title and i think he always will this is definitely like top five maybe top
0: yeah i i kind of was like i kind of was like well you know these people lived like such a longer life you know that that they they comprehended things more than what Albert Fish did because I think his he, he was like killing four year olds. Yeah,
1: and, j- just uh, to kind of frame what you're saying, the, the people we're going to talk about, and then this is well, kind I was, of like I, was a I was about to say quote unquote that. <laughs> trigger warning. Yeah, the people. Oh, well, go ahead.
0: No, they, they uh, their their victims were like 16, 18, whatever it was. It, they they like to target teenage girls, age thirteen, ages thirteen to eighteen. Yeah, right, and. So I guess I guess I looked at it, and it was like, oh well they experience not even rationally. I was just like, Oh, they I guess my mind kind of was like trying to think of why it would be, you know, why this is the worst. But but I also and we'll get into it, I listened to tapes. Yeah. And I listened to uh I listened to things where I didn't with the other cases, like with with Yeah, there's no Albert Fish tapes, it was too far back. Right. Yeah. Th- there there are recordings of what these two uh people did um hh holmes too hh holmes is really bad i think that some of them and i talked to somebody before about this and this is a fucked up way of thinking Mm -hmm. i think that like the hh holmes stuff is so old yeah that that we're not really in contact too much with anybody that's a victim today right or anything that that like People from like the seventy, like th- these, these, uh, the people we're going to talk about today started in well, what, like 79? It was all in 1979. 79. So it's a year before I'm born. So that's 41 years ago. There could still be, you know, sisters, mothers, uh, you know, whatever of of these victims that are around today. Oh, yeah. Most or all of these victims would still be alive
1: today. Right. They would only be, what, in their 60s? Okay. At this
0: point. Uh,. <sighs> That's,
1: and 50s, too. Yeah. 50s. Yeah, late 50s, you're right, yeah.
0: Well, if, no, I mean... Late 50s, or, yeah, whatever. Yeah, That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. God. Okay, that matters. Gosh dang it. Uh, So, but but the H.H. Holmes stuff, I see it as like a Jack the Ripper, where it's almost like it's so far away, everything's in black and white, and everything's... Right. It's almost like it's just fictional. hmm You know? I think that that's somehow sometimes how people will rationalize and look at the 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 HH Holmes stuff and the Jack the Ripper stuff that almost like it's it's fantasy and not reality right even though it's it was very much real that these people died so i think that people uh you know they look at it a little different uh so speaking of that there's something that we've we've touched before uh we've touched on before and i want to address it again mm-hmm Um, I know I'm beating a dead horse by saying this, and I'm completely okay with this. It is never okay to, um, to glorify and, 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 uh, what's the word that I'm looking for here? I thought glorify would be the word. Sure. Fine. Uh, to glorify, uh, what, what these people did, like, I feel that it's all been so sensationalized, like and glorified what 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 serial killers do. Mm-hmm. It's never okay to wear serial killers on your fucking t-shirt. Right? Don't do that. You're trash. Don't wear them on your shoes.
1: The comedian Bill Hicks had a great thing because he was talking about how all these women. He had a whole like a whole stand up thing in a stand up act about how all these women were sending Ted Bundy love letters and marriage proposals and this whole thing was like and i'm not getting laid (laughs) like because that was his joke like this guy killed all these people he's like yeah learn more about your heroes before you pick them basically
0: i saw a thing today where it was like mike tyson says he feels empty inside since retiring from boxing Mm -hmm. and i just wanted to be that guy that when people were like oh my god i love Mike, blah 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 i go he raped somebody and, and, and admittedly, I was trolling. Mm-hmm. Okay. But guess what? He was convicted of raping somebody.
1: He is a convicted rapist. Yes. He's a convicted rapist.
0: Um, Why is that? Okay. Because he's somebody's hero. So because he's a hero. Just like in, in the eyes of, of a lot of people. Michael Jackson could do no wrong. And they'll go, well, he never raped anybody. All the people that accused him just wanted money. Mm-hmm. you know. And that's what I saw today. It was like, oh, Mike Tyson was about money. And, and But if you look at it, he had this lo- longer sentence. They didn't put him in a, 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 when he was 25 years old. He didn't go to a regular prison right away. He was sent to a youth detention center mm-hmm. at 25 years old. Right. Because money speaks, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Money talks and his sentence was reduced. He got out a lot earlier. Yeah, like I said, he initially wasn't sent to a regular prison. But somebody's gonna talk about money on the other end? That that's why he was fucking shut up, man. I, I can't have these like this conversation with people because it's the same thing. It's it's they're they're heroes because they're a hero, they could do no wrong. Mike Tyson was convicted of raping somebody. Maybe he's a better person now, you know, but but he, but he still raped somebody. Ted Bundy still killed somebody and raped he somebody. Killed,
1: he killed many people and raped yeah. many people.
0: But I'm. Just, let's just say it was one. It, one's enough. Yeah. One is enough. Why do we do this? Why? Why do we? Put Jeffrey Dahmer on fucking cell phone cases and think that that's cool. I see that. When I see that on Instagram or wh- whoever, mm-hmm. I delete you. I see that, I delete you. Because I've said before in the past w- do you understand how disrespectful that is? And now you know somebody's going to listen to what I'm saying and think I'm a fucking asshole for it. It's a tough tightrope to walk,
1: um, but I think we do because we don't try to glorify like we're coming out here just saying we spent 10 minutes now being like, "Wow, these are some bad people." Like that, that that's where
0: we are. That's that's the the show is about covering murder, right? Right. <coughs> um we talk about other, other things obviously. The show is about covering murderers. Murder Is not okay. This shouldn't have to be explained to adults. Right. It shouldn't have to be explained. If you have Jeffrey Dahmer or another serial killer, the people number? (laughs) Jeffrey Dahmer, the people number, yeah. See, jokes are funny. It's okay. Like it like jokes like that are funny. Right. Okay. Making a joke like that, because you know, and you know somebody's gonna argue, well, you're making a joke, isn't that disrespectful to the family? No. This is why I try not to argue with people. Right, and and you have better sense than I do. You stay away from comment sections. Oh, the worst, the worst place you can go on the internet. I I, I don't even YouTube like, comment sections uh,
2: for Reddit.
1: Forget participating in comment sections. I don't like to read them. Yeah, like yeah. Ooh, no, no. Yeah, they they. It's the most over. It's it, it's it's three different things: trolls, idiots, and people who are overly emotional. All three are like the worst people you can dis- have an actual discussion with. Right. Like that that's and that's all it is.
0: Like you can't have a, converse, a rational conversation with me and tell me that Mike Tyson's an okay dude for raping somebody. Yeah. Like how like I hear people and I'm not going to just mention any names, but I've heard people like Mike Tyson but hate conor mcgregor for punching an old guy at a bar right when conor was fucking drunk Mm -hmm. and i hear how much of a piece of shit i'm not gonna mention any names Uh uh-huh but i kept hearing about how much of a piece of shit conor is but never heard that much about mike tyson
1: we can both be bad
0: guys absolutely one's really bad One's one's you know all right he's an asshole one's a fucking rapist one may
1: also be a rapist if you believe certain accusations, right? Uh but that—that's something. He's and, not a convicted rapist. We'll say that. Yeah. And, and uh, accusations or whatever they are. I mean, we, and that's and,
0: and that's true. That's true because because I don't know if one hundred percent, Mike Tyson fucking raped that girl, but he was convicted of it. So what obviously, you,
3: what, where
1: how how much stake do you put in the whole paying your debt to society thing?
0: About half of the stake. Okay. Yeah as long as it's like medium rare. Hmm. Yeah. Um it's it's a, it's a tough it's a it's a tough thing. We we've talked about this before. I don't I don't know if we've talked about it. Uh it's it's really tough because you don't know and you have I I my thing is if you're convicted, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a convicted rapist. Right. There's probably enough evidence to support that claim. Like with the Bill Cosby thing. Right. I changed my tune on Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. My thing was, Bill Cosby was probably partying with girls. He was probably partying with... The, he probably was getting fucked up, taking pills, because that's what a lot... You'll see that, too. People are like, oh, Bill Cosby was like... He just liked to party. And he was probably taking shit, probably giving shit to girls, whatever. But if he took advantage of one girl, mm-hmm. that's one too many. Yes. And... I think, do I think personally that there that there were a lot of people that just wanted a payday? Yes. Now, you're not allowed to have that conversation with certain people because they'll freak out. I, I, you could read this. People will say women do not lie about uh, false like allegations. Women do not lie about getting raped. This is a thing. People will say this. This is insanity.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: obviously there
1: are people right. who are telling the truth, there are people who are lying.
0: Right. But but like not every fucking woman is infallible. Right. <laughs> like every, I, th- I think everybody deserves to be heard,
1: but I think at that point you do have to kind of look into what happened. So so if you're asking it's about so hard like, when it comes to that because it's yeah. hard to have
0: like that smoking gun. Right. Absolutely. Unless there's fucking videotape shit going like with the Kobe Bryant stuff. You know, that's tough. It's tough, man. Mike Tyson, it's tough, but I guess that there was enough stuff to convict him, and he was convicted. So with that, I look at, it, I go, well, you're convicted. Dude, that's enough for me to want to stay away from you. You know what I mean? Right. That's enough for me to want to stay away. Mm-hmm. Is there a chance that he didn't and he was just blamed for it? Absolutely. Right. But it's enough for me to to go. Just remember that you're a convicted fucking rapist. It's like a dude that, that that's on you know that that was convicted of killing someone i still want to stay away from you mm-hmm. because i'm going to have in my mind you're a killer right right it might come out 30 years later that they got the wrong guy and that happens all the time and i might go, oh hey fuck we shit dude so-called innocent my dude i'm sorry i thought that you were a killer because there was enough evidence to to convict you right that's how i feel about the mike tyson situation do i love mike tyson as a boxer yes as a person, no. Chris Benoit. Did I like him as a wrestler? Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved Chris Benoit as a wrestler. Right. But as a person, he should never be in a Hall of Fame. He should fucking not even be brought up. Like, there's a reason why he's
1: not. Right, mentioned. I am fine with what WWE does. We're like, we don't say his name. We don't say I his name. Fine with that.
0: And then you see comment, like talking about the comment sections. Oh, Chris Benoit, but he was a great wrestler, dude. Guess what? It's not that important. His wrestling ability right. is not that important. There are people that are better than him that didn't fucking murder their child and their fucking wife. Get the fuck over it. You're trash. So I'm going to wrap this whole thing up. If you, if you, you keep going on about Chris Benoit, you're trash. If you keep going on about Jeffrey Dahmer and, and all these other serial killers, you're trash. Stop glorifying fucking murders. You're just not a good person. You're not a good person.
1: But still, listen to this podcast.
0: <laughs> still support us. <laughs> Buy a t-shirt. Don't
1: glorify murderers, but listen to a podcast about. <laughs>
0: you have an outline body on your shirt. It's not a real person. It's not. It's not a real it's person. Not. My friend Tate drew it. Speaking of my friend Tate, have you heard about the Snark Remark dot shop? Well, if you listen to this podcast, then of course you have. But let me tell you again. The Snarker Mark is an Etsy shop offering buttons, lapel pins, magnets, vinyl decals, and more. The most popular item is the custom lapel pin with your face on it for $9.99. They even have digital protest signs you can download and print yourself in minutes. Well, my friend Tate is my, she's my go-to artist. She's been uh, my buddy for years and years, at least 30, at least three, three. It's It's like four, really. Uh, but anyway, she's reliable, easy to work with, and she has a five-star average on Etsy. Um, so I want you to go to the at promo code MMD10 for an additional 10% off. That's the snark remark.shop. Instead of .com, it's .shop. Give snark, get laughs. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sure is. Yeah. So. All right. So we're going to move on. Uh... We we got we got a little bit of ranting out of the out of the way.
1: Whenever somebody says "move on," I always think of the baseball player Mo Vaughn.
0: I don't even know that guy.
1: He he was a a popular baseball player in the nineties. I think Ricky Vaughn. That was a fictional baseball that was player. Wild thing. That was Charlie Sheen.
2: Yeah,
0: it was. So one one thing I actually did leave out mm-hmm. in my little rant about. Uh, you know, just glorifying and stuff was, uh, so as we were reading or as I was reading, excuse me, and watching videos about the toolbox killers, I saw that there was a, somebody in this is in a YouTube comment. Somebody had said something like, yeah, you could even, you could even write to Bideker. Yeah. And he would respond back to the letters. He would write back and he would sign it pliers. Bitteker. Mm-hmm. and we'll get into why yeah. that's so disgusting later it is but the thing is and this is another conversation we had off air <laughs> uh where I was saying it's one thing if you're trying to write to this guy and you're asking like a legit question you're trying to get in the mind of this guy you're you're doing you're you're taking like a journalistic approach it's one thing But if you're doing it because you're like, oh, I love you so much. Like you're you're trash. It's just all about people being trash. Yeah. Uh,
1: Are
0: are they not trash for doing that?
1: It is. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't think it's a very reprehensible thing to kind of be a fan of somebody to a point where you would write them because they (laughs) murdered children.
0: When you when you're a fan of Michael Myers or whatever, it's kind of you're rooting for the bad guy. I root for the, it's 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 like the argument with guns. Why are you okay with guns in, in, in movies? Because it's a movie. Because, you know, killing a teenager, it, like, there are fantasies, right? There are fantasies about killing people. Don't mm-hmm. act on it. You know, women have crazy fantasies. Men have crazy fantasies. It's okay to have fantasies. Don't act on it. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. You know? there are men you know that see women walking down the street that think things like oh i would do this to her i want to do that or whatever but you don't act on it you don't act on it it's okay to think whatever you want but once you once you you know step over that line and and you go and you act on these things you know then it's it's fucking game over like
1: it's bad. Murdering people is
3: bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I I heard about that. But but in some people's mind, it's not, and it's okay, and it's funny, and it's cool. That I don't understand that. Again, you want to you want to wear a pinhead T-shirt, Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy Krueger, fictional characters. Fine, go ahead. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, loosely based off of Ed Gein and other people. But you know that's one thing. But when you're wearing Ed Gein, real victims. Yeah. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Stop. Be a better fucking person, and don't get pe- don't get mad at me for calling you out for saying that you're trash for that. I'm not like I'm not Mister Fucking Morality, but there are fucking legit victims here of rape and murder. Like, let's draw a fucking line, man. Yeah, think yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, so there you have it. Speaking of murder. It's time for this week and murder. This week murder. I asked today uh, for people to give us a fucking jingle, so I don't have to keep doing that. I like that though. Yeah, but I want something. Imagine like a fucking cool band that like we would like comes in, and all of a sudden it's like we have like for every segment we have like a, like a legit fucking like crowbot does this week of murder. That would surprise me because they're That's, they're pretty pretty well known
1: now and pretty in demand yeah obviously crowbot is not going to give us a fucking I, w- this- I, w- I would i would settle for cronut
0: i'll take i'll oh god i love cro- dude they're so good they're so good <laughs> have you had one no i haven't they're like flaky fucking you just peel it's them croissant donut it's right? a croissant donut yeah. uh, or croissant. croissant 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 uh they're fucking amazing they're well you know me i love uh for, uh, what, what's the um, god I'm like oh I like my, my favorite donut and I can't even think of the name of it the one that they stopped they stopped fucking selling it for a while I have no idea it's like a fluffier uh, fuck I, I'm like I, I keep wanting to say French glaze but that's not it a cruller I don't know <laughs> French cruller oh, okay there you go and it is French cruller uh, uh, yeah the, the the cronut is something like it's a little bit more i guess dense i don't know heavier would dense be heavier yes yeah that's more dense yeah because because uh a a lot uh, fluffier where the the cronut is it's thicker but there's layers like mm-hmm. you, could, you could pull oh, it was they were fucking amazing god i love diabetes <laughs> right. and uh and uh, it's this week of murder oh also yeah crowbot uh if you're fucking listening which probably not <laughs> Uh, do a jingle for us. Maybe so. Eddie Collins is listening. Maybe Eddie us. Collins. <laughs> Eddie, well, there's a better shot that Eddie Collins is listening. <laughs> then, yeah, like what, than, than <laughs> the, the rest one. of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, I, I as a matter of fact, uh, Bishop, who's in uh, I I was at the coffee shop. Bishop's laying on the floor in front of me right not now. Not that Bishop. Oh. Not our. Not, a, not, not my the, dog. Our, I was just gonna say our dog. My old dog. Your dog. Uh, no, I actually I was talking to uh Bishop's coworker today uh, who owns Abaddon. Okay. Uh, And uh, we were talking and he was talking about, uh, we were talking about like Tony because he was interviewed and uh, Tim at the coffee shop was interviewed by Tony. And then obviously we were interviewed. So it was like three different people that were being interviewed. It was was funny. And I was like, yeah, when I was, and he was like, oh, what show is your, and I was like, well, oh, because I said, I was like, I listened to your episode of of interviews with everyday people. And it was three hours. Which is Tony's podcast. Which which is Tony's right. uninitiated. And it took three, it was a three hour podcast, a three hour podcast. And, um, it's actually two podcasts. I, what's that? We did like an interview. No, no, the no, interview. no, 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 no. The, the episode with Abaddon. Oh, okay. Okay. And doc, I think that's his name, right? Doc Watson. I have Watson. no idea. Watson. Why am I saying maybe Is it's, is it, it's Watson. Why am I saying doc? Is he, does he go by the mic up? I don't fucking know. Um, but Watson, he's the he's the owner and he's works with Bishop, who is in Crobot. Anyway, they were standing around and they were they were talking, and I was just waiting for Tony to plug us right. in that episode. <laughs> That's what literally why I watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he does, and he plugs us, and Big Chuck that works there is like, oh yeah, 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 I know that I know those guys. Um and so i said that i was like yeah i was i listened to the whole or watched the whole podcast just waiting for my show to be mentioned he's like "What show is yours and i go murder my dude and he's like oh yeah he's like i know he's like wow he's like tony mentions that show a lot (laughs) (laughs) i was like well he he likes us i go i don't know why i don't know know why either yeah (laughs) that's how that's how i feel about and when anybody says they like me i go why give it a week you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, But anyway, speaking of week, this is This Week in Murder. All right, we're really going to do it this time. This Week in Murder. Incarcerated you want... former youth pastor charged in murder for hire plot.
1: Jacob Malone, a 37-year-old former youth pastor currently serving time on rape and institutional sexual assault charges, is facing new charges after allegedly offering a fellow inmate $5,000 to arrange the murder of Harold Lee Wiggins, the head pastor of his former church, and Judge Jacqueline Cody, who had presided over his 2017 rape trial.
0: Now, let me say something here. Don't scroll up anymore. Leave, leave it there. Harold Lee Wiggins sounds like he would be the one that's killing someone. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to, to, to be that guy, but uh, Harold Lee Wiggins sounds like somebody that's in the South that's going to kill you right. with, like, a chain. As far oh, as I know. I'm Harold Lee Wiggins.
1: As far as it's anytime you put Lee as a middle name, it's a bad thing.
0: Yeah. But if you put it as the first name, he's a patsy.
1: Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, so. Now, if it was Harvey Lee Oswald, that's probably the motherfucker that did kill Kennedy. It was probably Harvey Lee Oswald, who we don't even know. He was one of the three tramps.
0: Oh, my gosh. I never even thought of that. Yeah.
1: Now, you know. And the guy who killed Martin Luther King was James
0: Lee Ray. It was James Earl Ray.
1: Oh, I thought he was a patsy. That's James Harvey Ray.
0: Hmm. Anyway. Can he be trusted?
3: No.
1: Not at all. Anyway, what's his middle name? Is it Harvey Lee Dent? Absolutely not. Yeah. Cannot be Harvey trusted. Harvey Dent. Can he be trusted? Fuck no. Fuck no, he can't.
0: So anyway, this isn't we're, about we're Harvey. We're talking Lee about Dent. post
1: Malone. Jacob Malone.
0: Oh. I'll just get those two confused. By the way, don't write Malone a fucking love letter. Don't wear his <laughs> fucking. Well, he pitch. didn't kill anybody. He just wanted somebody. Well, but to kill somebody. he 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 fucked a young girl, right? Seventeen yeah. year old girl. Uh, I,
1: well, I don't know if the I, I don't know if the, when their relationship started. She was seventeen when I think she was seventeen when he impregnated her. Yes. Okay.
0: And he was how old? Thirty seven.
1: I believe so. Yeah. He he was thirty seven now. I think he was thirty four at the time because this all happened in twenty seventeen. Okay. Yeah.
0: All and, right.
1: Malone was and Malone was a youth pastor at at a. Uh, he spent eighteen months actually working as a youth pastor for Cavalry Fellowship baptist church which is a mega church a very large church i was in, gonna
0: say because dude i know the name calvary, uh, calvary. there's more than one there's that's a why lot of yeah it, it's like a chain it, it's
1: like a chain church basically yeah it's a mick church I In downingtown basically. in downingtown pennsylvania chester county near where we're from yeah uh and he resigned after it emerged that he had impregnated a 17 year old girl who had been taken in by malone and his family so i believe what happened here i didn't fully research this but i believe what happened here is this was a like a wayward teen i guess you could say
0: Carry on my wayward teen. Who needed to
1: be taken in for a while to this house? Like she's in this youth group at this church, so she's this pastor, offers to take her in, and then he so, starts putting the moves. What on I'm her thinking and gets is, what
0: I'm thinking is, took her in because she's probably a troubled teen, right? Well, she said, like she told
1: the, because what had happened was Malone allegedly blamed Wiggins, his former boss, for going to police after the unnamed 17 year old came forward to him. So basically, she went to the head pastor there and i think she had even said like he was a father figure to me and all this stuff so i think that's kind of where you were going there
0: no i was just saying she was probably troubled
1: yeah yeah i would imagine so and uh or there was some kind of circumstance in her life where she couldn't be at home and
0: and the 17 year old she you know i don't know what the thing is i don't want to you know speak for her but yeah he he obviously took advantage you know he saw that she was troubled and mm-hmm. you no know, but
1: yeah, this this whole trial and his sentencing, that all happened in 2017, and he was given three to six years, so he might have been even coming up on being able to be released, depending on how his, what his what, behavior was and everything.
0: Now, the thing is, is going back to comment sections, when you see something like this, you'll see people like, oh, if I ever did, I would fucking shoot him. This is why I'm a three fifty seven. This is why I'm a AR-15. And, and it's like, uh, let the law fucking... why Why... God damn, I'm on my my fucking soapbox today. Uh, I saw a thing. uh, We'll we'll get right back to this. You you know me. This is part of the show. I go off on tangents. I fucking, uh, but I'm not going to veer too far. I saw a thing about like puppies Mm -hmm. and it was like, or dogs being, it was like, these bikers are now going in. They're going to, they're going to stop these dog fighting rings. It's like, Mm -hmm. let the cops do that. We don't need to form these fucking groups right right Be- because we need to do things lawfully because if not you're breaking the law so if breaking the law is dog fighting but also breaking the law is going in and and beating up people right you're both wrong yes you're both bad we have any justice is wrong yes right unless you're batman and you're not batman
3: right you're,
1: you're, bike you're, man. you're a
0: biker and you're methman. man you're not even method, man. You just fucking you smoke and sell meth. I- I'm generalizing here, right? Because you know somebody's going, oh, "I'm a fucking biker." Oh, fuck you. I'm not talking about you. Then what are these one percenter bikers that are doing this, or is it like the one percent? The one. I don't like the one percent. I like the skim and the two percent. It's a milk joke. Yes. Yeah, either side. Do you think there's anybody out there that
1: is okay with both skim milk and two percent milk? But that one percent milk is like no, that that's weird. <laughs> I, no, either either go all the way skim or give me a little bit more fat. Don't give I, me the,
0: I'm I'm, I'm s- trimming the fat off. What's that? Trimming the fat.
3: Okay, gotcha.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like it, it's just don't do it because because then me and my posse. I'm I'm gonna form a posse. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna go, we're gonna beat up bikers that uh-huh. go and beat up like not that I want dog fighting, but I just I don't like that you we're sell to
1: protect those dog fighters. No, no, no,
0: no, know. no. I just oh. don't like that they that they sell meth. So we're gonna uh-huh. go, we're gonna beat up the bikers. Right? Okay. And then somebody's gonna form a, a posse of their own to beat us up. Right. It's it's a domino effect of
1: An eye for an eye leaves
0: the world posse. Yeah. And I have the Kabasi Posse. Right. That was my friend Zolt's uh, screen I, I, I believe
1: that point. was also the name of a gang in Port Richmond in Philadelphia. Like a, a small Polish American gang was called the Kabasi Posse.
0: Yeah. And I don't think that, that he made that name because of them. Oh, okay. Because of them. It's just that he's Polish and yeah. he likes Kabasi. And who doesn't? Do, do you trust anybody that doesn't like Kabasi? No, no, no. 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 Like, if, if somebody's if, if you're like if you're ve- if you're vegan or vegetarian you get a pass i'm talking about somebody that eats meat on the rig mm-hmm. and you say you don't like kielbasa i don't trust you and i think that you're trash <laughs> everybody's <laughs> trash today everybody's trash, everybody's trash today. all right let's
1: get back to post malone he uh he reportedly offered his cellmate the five thousand dollars to organize the murders and but the soulmate instead told authorities about the plot. By the way, it's Jacob uh, Malone, not Postman. Yes. So. Malone, Jacob, not Post. Right. Now faces charges of attempted murder, criminal solicitation, attempted aggravated assault, and terroristic threats.
0: I had those. I had those charges dropped. Good. When I I had aggravated assault and terroristic threats. Oh, nice. They dropped the terroristic threats. That's a weird one.
1: Yeah, like I guess anything. It's it's one of those charges. it's like it's like um mayhem, I think is one of them it's like they can just throw it on anything. (laughs) I want that one. (laughs) I've been charged with mayhem. (laughs) Mmm, see? I'm gonna get you I'm gonna cause mayhem.
0: They throw their mustache. Yes like fucking dick desk. Disturbing the peace, that's another one that kinda gets lumped in all the time.
1: Um so the next story.
0: Florida woman charged with second degree murder after zipping boyfriend in a suitcase. I love that you just read these fresh because you get that. You just giggle at the at the thing here. But yes. Because I um, never read it before. I So so let me break down the fourth wall here. I said to you, and I don't think people get this. Sometimes I don't want to read show prep. I don't want to read the notes or uh, don't want to read the, the, the show notes um, because I want genuine reactions from myself. Because I feel if I if I read them, and I already know what's coming, and if I get annoyed or pissed at that point, it's less funny. Right. Because sometimes... It's going to get annoyed and call everybody trash. That's all you want to do. Honestly, now I can't do it anymore, because I think it would be funny if we didn't call attention to me, <laughs> Just and I just kept doing it. But now that I... If I say trash again, I call somebody trash, it's, it's going to be less funny, because now we, we we called attention to it. So... Uh, I, uh, I'm i sorry. No, I'm not fuck them. Like, why am I saying sorry to They're people? they are garbage. Yeah. You're rubbish. You're ru- rubbish. Rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. Rubbish. You're rubbish. Uh, gin- We've invented rub- the word rubbish. Rub- rubbish. Rubbish. It's like rubbish
1: and garbage. Yeah. yeah. You're rubbish.
0: Rubbish. Wait. Like a big t shirt. You're rubbish. Well, I meant to say rubbish, oh, obviously. You said rubbish. But yes. I said rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Your grammar is rubbish. It sounds like. It sounds like it would be like a game. Like Cribbage. Right. Or Gin Rummy. Rubbage. It's like Gin Rummy and Cribbage came together and made Rubbage. Right. I'm getting that on a shirt. Uh, Rubbage. You're Rubbage. That's what that's. You're Rubbage. (laughs) You're Rubbage. Well, words start. You see, yo, no cap, son. No cap. No cap. Right. You see that a lot today. No cap. And I'm like, why? Why Why are we saying other things? But I mean, it happens all the time you know so so we've made a word we, we've we done
2: Rubbish. something today
1: yeah all right so back to, to back to the story yeah this would have been perfect for if we were still doing the florida man game because all the worst shit happens in <laughs> florida
0: uh not so the worst but yeah
1: actually what happens is you just hear more about the stuff that happens because they have a very loose freedom of information act and basically anybody can go to any police station and get a full detail of what happened gotcha So what happened here was Sarah Boone, Boone. 42, of Orlando, Mm -hmm. filmed herself taunting her boyfriend, Jorge Torres Jr., after she had zipped him into a suitcase during a fit of drunken revelry. Possibly. (laughs) Or she assaulted him, one or the other, but she's saying it was a drunken thing. Sarah admitted to police that she and Jorge... had been drinking Chardonnay, and decided to play (laughs) (laughs) hide-and-seek. Again, Sarah Boone is 42 years old. Hey, first of all, let's not hide-and-seek shame. You're right. You're right. If if you're going to look down on people for playing hide-and-seek... First of all, that's fun
0: as shit. Don't you remember playing, like, Capture or whatever? Which is like hide-and-seek meets tag. Right. You could try to get away. Yeah, like I don't know what other people called that, but we would because there were 60 plus kids on our street. Right. I don't think people understand like the magnitude of that. When we say there are 60 plus kids on your street, how many kids are on this street right here that we live on? This block? Yeah. I mean, like across Mm, the street, across the street, there's like, no, there's like four. Oh, okay. That live in that house, I think and they're they're so like on this block right here there might be four plus the two here well three here when, Yeah,
1: on and off yeah. when
0: when my oldest is here uh and then down the street there's do you ever see kids on this street playing no only when there's when it snows when it you'll snows, see across the street yeah. there's
1: a couple or when it like that first warm day of the year and everybody wants to be out maybe like we never get trick or treaters around here it used to be like two hours just for people on the street on our street growing up
3: dude yeah
0: our street was insane. The flow of kids going down the one street, and then the flow—I mean, uh, the one side of the street—and then the flow of kids going down the other side. It just didn't stop which for makes hours. You,
1: which makes you think now that we're older,
0: because this was in the early
1: '90s, right? And these kids were all like what, like between like three and eighteen, oh, and eighteen, yeah. So, and this is the, the not, so like the the mid '70s to the mid '80s on that street must have been just nonstop fucking
0: non-fucking well they were coming from other 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 uh, towns too yeah but when you're making a joke you want to just pretend it's all oh, okay yeah yeah we just want to like yeah yeah everything's just easter there right for halloween that's that's uh, a rabid fucking mm-hmm. fucking fertility uh god damn i know my fertility jokes but anyway this 42 year old woman she's playing hide and seek with her boyfriend yeah but going back to capture god damn it do you remember? That was so fun. No, I'm kidding. Good. Remember when we said we wanted the show to be an hour and a half?
1: It's not going to happen. We're already 40 minutes and we're not
0: even done. Just, I just want to know what other people called capture really is what I want to know. Well, murder
1: my dude at gmail.com, Email us and, and let us know what you called it if you played it. Thank you. Uh, so per Sarah Boone's story, yeah. the two thought it would be funny because he had uh, hidden in there, just thrown the flap over the suitcase. Yeah. If they stuffed Jorge inside the suitcase and zipped him in. Right. Boone then claimed she went upstairs where she passed out and woke up seven hours later, realized that Jorge was in the suitcase and found him dead. <sighs> her story was contradicted by evidence found on her phone where she filmed Jorge trying to push his way out of the suitcase to no avail, all the while calling for Sarah to help him and telling her he couldn't breathe. She yelled that this was for, quote, everything you've done to me. Fuck you, stupid. I can't fucking breathe. Seriously, Jorge responded. That's on you, Sarah replied in the video. Oh, that's what I feel like when you cheat on me. So, and there was also, uh, like, cuts and bruises and uh, trauma to the back of his head. So it's possible that she may have knocked him out and then stuffed him in a suitcase. And This whole hide and seek thing was just something she made up. Oh. But anyway, she faces second degree murder charges. Good. Yes, <laughs> yes. This is a bad thing that she. She's a bad person. She's rubbish. <laughs> she's fucking rubbish.
0: 16 year sixteen-year-old Georgia girl thought dead. dead. I know. It's just. It was the way that it was. Re- I. I. It. It threw me off. Sixteen-year-old Georgia girl thought dead in house fire found in Kentucky charged with murder. Huh. No it, no, it did. It's not a question. I'm questioning it. Because okay. it was like, wow, she was thought dead in a house fire, but she's found, and now she's charged with murder. Yes. Crazy.
1: Crazy. Crazy. 16
0: year old Candace Walton was feared
1: dead when her home in Central Ger- Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> Central Georgia. No, because I realized I had I, fucked something up. That's her. okay. 16 uh, year old Candace Walton was feared dead when her home in Central Georgia burned down this past Thursday. Later that night. She was pulled over in McCracken County, Kentucky, driving her mother's car and was subsequently arrested on two counts of murder, as well as arson and several counts of theft by taking.
0: So what I'm guessing is at this point, the mom reported the car missing.
1: No, she didn't. She definitely did not
0: oh okay well there's probably more to the story and we'll get to it i just didn't read it i'm i'm see if if this is what like this is the, the double-edged sword of not
1: reading the show prep
0: cool right and yeah. i said it to you earlier i'm like sometimes we, we i said this like before the show i was like sometimes the the bad part of not reading the show prep is you know you might give away the punchline to a joke and you know or in this case I'm trying to, like, do a little detective work and and, and try to make sense of something without reading the rest of it. So all I have so far is there's a 16-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. Somebody thought she was dead in her house fire. Right. But she's found, which is in Georgia, but then she's found in Kentucky Mm -hmm. driving her mother's car. By the way, one of the bylines, like, you know how we'll do, like, the
1: location? Like, it might be, like, Philadelphia. Right. Like, one of the the one of the things it's McCracken County but one of the things said this was in Paducah, Kentucky. Oh okay. Home of uh Tony Fox some fire Fire And fire irons. Fire irons. Fire irons. <laughs> well, cuz we're talking about fire. And and uh, Ricochet. Oh, that loser.
0: Ricochet and, and Gene Byron and No, Gene Byron. Oh. Do you know who Gene Byron is? Absolutely not my fucking crush on dobie gillis she oh. plays dobie's uh she plays two characters actually mm-hmm. she was i believe miss adams and then she goes on to be a professor uh D- 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 dear oh fuck burk 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 holt burk i think it was Burkholt. uh which is funny because she plays imogene Burkholt and that's her real name oh wow she, but Jean byron Jean j-e-a-n mm-hmm. but her real name is imogene and and, like, Imogene, like I M O G, whatever it is. Uh, I guess she shortened it for Gene, and then I don't know where Byron came from. But, yeah, she used the name Gene Byron, but her birth name was Imogene Burkle. And that's the name she uses as a character oh, wow. on the show. How about yeah. that? But, yeah, she's from Paducah, Kentucky.
1: As is the Kentucky gentleman. Chucky Chuck e. T. Oh, Chuck Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Another wrestler.
0: Well, that's probably why we talked about this, probably why Ricochet chooses that because he, he wasn't born there, right? Uh, I think he lived there, but I don't know if he was born there. Right, right. But Chuck Taylor trained him, so.
3: Yeah.
1: Probably I,
0: paying homage to it. Yeah, makes right. sense. All this. So anyway, so going back to that, that's why I'm like, okay, maybe maybe because she's in Kentucky and she has her mother's car, so they, you know, you just call the car and missing, and then if it's a description... Of, you know, because they put an AP, whatever it's called, APB or whatever. Right. All, all will be revealed. Okay. Because at this point. But there's more. Before, she, before Candace Walton was pulled over. Yeah.
1: People thought that the mother was missing and that the children had died. Her two children had died in the fire. Gotcha. Firefighters found the home ablaze around 3.30 that morning and found two bodies inside. Uh, later, they found out that the bodies belonged to Candace's mother. So it couldn't have been her driving the car.
0: She was dead in the fire. I didn't say the mother was driving the car. Oh, I thought you did. No, what? no, 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 no. I said, because you said her mother's car. Right. I said that they would have called it in. Right, which they did because the car was missing. They thought the mother that's was I, missing too. That's what I was saying. No, okay. not that the mom. No, that, that because I I was saying that they would have uh like called it because the car is missing. Right, right. So so basically what had
1: happened was when they first did investigate the scene, and, and and the two people they found were Candace's mother and her twenty one year old special needs brother, uh both of whom were burned beyond recognition. Probably did a dental uh, Yeah, they probably checked the dental records, dental, yeah. yeah. But when they came on the scene, what they I I think what they figured was either the mom well, first they thought it was a like a, not a arson. And then they looked into it a little bit and they investigated and they figured out that this this sixty year old girl probably set the fire. Okay. And so what, what they thought happened was there was a fire. The two ki- kids died. The mother's not there. So they put out an APB on the car and they find it in Kentucky with the daughter driving it. That's that, literally that they- what I said earlier. Okay. Then that's what happened. You were right. <laughs>
0: that's yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Candace Walton has refused extradition from Kentucky and paperwork is being filed to issue a governor's warrant. To force her back to Georgia at this time. It's
0: such a crazy thing. Like, can't we just ignore all that shit and just be like, fuck it, you're just going there well, anyway? Well, it's just a paperwork thing. It's not like they're going to... It's not like Kentucky's going to be like, no, she's she can't come back. It's not like when P- Ira
1: Einhorn, who should do an episode on at some point, Absolutely. went to France. Or Roman Polanski. And, and, and
0: uh, Mudman Simon.
1: Yeah, that's another... uh that's, he didn't really flee the country, did he?
0: No, but he killed somebody apparently on our next, the next street over from us. That's what I was always told.
1: Oh, and then he later killed a cop in New Jersey, I believe.
0: I was always told it's some something to do with a girl that lived on the next street. Well, uh, it wouldn't
1: surprise me just because the area where we grew up and uh, we grew up in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. I was Hadley born and biker. raised there. You were in Philly for a while, then when yeah. your teens, or late, like what you were like twelve when you moved to Delaware County? Yeah,
0: because uh, no, fourteen. Okay, uh, fourteen. Uh, my we bought my mom bought the house off of her brother who moved there in like eighty. Okay. Um, my uncle Moose lived on that street from from nineteen eighty. Mm-hmm. I do have an uncle Moose, by the way. That was because right. that was something we did in the in the summer. Remember Uncle Moose's murder cabin? Yeah. Uh I do have an uncle Moose. Right. He's, he's a legit dude. Uh yeah, he he lived in that house from like 1980 to 1993. I had an uncle Pepper.
1: What with Uncle Pepper's Pain Palace or something?
0: Yeah. Well, we have uh the Kabasi Castle.
1: And the Pierogi Palace. The Pierogi yeah. Palace. Yeah.
0: So. Very
1: Kabasi heavy episode. God, it's delicious. <laughs> this, uh this 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 episode. Yeah. So anyway, like um kind of getting to what we're talking about. The place where we grew up in, which would be Southeast Delco, I know that because that was Delaware County, because that was the name of our school district. Yeah, um, Southeast Delco School District. Yeah, that was Southeast Delaware County. Was right, and it's right by Southwest Philadelphia too.
0: Delaware County, Delco.
1: Right. Yeah. Even though it's Delaware County, it's in Pennsylvania. It just borders the state of Delaware. Very
0: right, confusing. like they they call Philly the Delaware Valley.
1: Right. Well, that whole area that, is
0: the the er- whole yeah. area. Yeah, it's uh, the Delaware Valley. I always hated that
1: because it was uh, there was a native tribe. It was it was a Delaware, the tribe. Delaware Indians, right? right. Yeah, and the uh,
0: Lenape, right? Indians and, yeah. You so, know, by the way, uh, Penn's Landing that is not where he landed. Oh, okay. He landed in Chester.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is right where I was living when i was very young i lived in trainer pennsylvania which was right next to chester yeah it was around that area it, The very southern edge of delaware county it, it was it's right by the state of delaware. it's
0: either in trainer or chester or wherever it was like right on the water like that down that area mm-hmm. it was right there it was not penn's Landing. oh wow yeah it was down there there's like a lot whole... of been that
1: water no, that waterfront was in marcus hook
0: yeah it was Wait, down it was def- that water is, is chester on the water chester's on the water yeah oh wow huh
1: oh yeah, yeah 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 be where my my dad used to work then by the Commodore barry bridge maybe yeah it was, yeah, it was uh he, literally
0: a relative of mine
1: yeah Com, my Calder dad barry my dad worked at scott my dad was a relative of
0: mine how about that that is so yeah. weird um, coincidental he was my father right my dad was my father oh my and, god my dad was my father amazing wow
1: so so yeah yeah are we brothers I'm, no huh. different dads hmm. and moms so anyway, like, yeah. Of course, I'm an idiot. Of course, there's water. On the t- I used to live by it. Um, now there's a soccer stadium there,
0: right in the and, water.
1: No, well, part of it is on the river end. The seats like go right by the water.
0: They go underwater too. No, they don't. Mm.
1: And so yeah, One like could only. Hope. Anyway, like getting back to the motorcycle gangs thing, and this would be a great future episode. Maybe just the the Delaware County motorcycle gangs.
0: I'm I'm forming a posse to beat them up. <laughs> All right. Well, I, they're
1: not as as widespread. I, I, from what you told me, they're moving north. Somebody said it. (laughs) Somebody said, but the area where I was at until I was about like seven or eight years old, which is closer to the state of Delaware. Yeah, very southern Delaware County. Uh, I lived in slower lower. That's Delaware itself. Oh, Uh, that's slower lower Delaware. That's where, like, uh, that's like That's like yeah, that's very country. Yeah, but this this part was where like I live. Trainer Marcus Hook was the big one. Uh, for this. I guess bits of Chester, Booth, Wynn, Linwood, that whole area, the Chichester School District. Yeah. That area was Warlocks Territory. And then where we both lived when I was older in uh, southeast Delaware County, Collingdale was where we we're from. And the areas around there, Norwood and Sharon Hill, Falcroft, like all that area. Was really heavy pagan territory. Yeah. And Mudman Simon was a pagan.
0: Yeah, my dad actually was really good friends with a lot of warlocks and pagans. Right. And my dad's not that, like, you know, my dad, he wasn't that guy. Yeah, he wasn't was like a biker guy. He wasn't like a biker guy, but he fucking, he was like me, where he, he could befriend anybody really, but then, you know, they, they won't really like him after too long, uh, cause he just pisses people off. And I'm the same way. Uh, not, not that I'm proud of that. It's just, you know, it's like, say lovey. Because that's just who the fuck I am. And my dad was the same way. And he would become friends with all these people. And he had, I remember there's this dude, uh, Cheesy. Uh, he had a, had a girlfriend, Crackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, that's what their names are, Cheese and Crackers. Uh, I'd, Like, they would come over to the house. Like, I don't know if it was a pagan or a warlock. Because it didn't matter. Because they all fucking came over. Right. there was I think there was a dude named Nacho. Which is funny. Because his name was Cheese. Um, Lots of fucking, there was just, there were lots of food uh, that would come over to the house. <laughs> Lots of food. Names. Anybody named Kabasi. There's probably a guy named
1: Kabasi. Right. Yeah. So anyway, back to this story about Candace Walton, which we totally ignored there for about five minutes or 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's suspected that Candace was passing through Kentucky on her way to meet with a boyfriend in Oregon. Mm. When police pulled her over in her mother's 2007 white Chevy Malibu,
0: sometimes you feel like you just want to kind of pick this up and move it to like yeah. this section, this, like all right, drag let, and drop. Let's drag and drop. This that's
1: that's way too much. For to me. earlier, yeah. uh, well, nothing has been said concretely. It is believed that she uh, that Candice may have been forbidden to be with the boyfriend in question, right? So and she that could burned have been the her mo- mother. Could have been the motive behind the
0: fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't say my boyfriend. I'm going to burn you, mom, and
1: and, and my special needs brother. Yeah.
0: Well, she's 16 so she doesn't know any better yeah which isn't how that works so right um so traditionally this is where the ad read would go but we already yeah we already did, did it did the ad read so um so uh i, I want to take this opportunity to um to plug something i you know in in lieu of doing it twice so you can't do the right. the tape you know not unless she makes us two logos. Right. Make us make us another logo and you'll you'll get one every five minutes. We'll just, just drop we'll drag and drop.
1: Or if you're a uh, band out there yeah. uh, that's gonna make a this week in murder jingle, we'll plug your Spotify or album yeah. or your bandcamp or whatever.
0: But uh somebody I do want to plug is Albert and his dream boats. Maybe he can do the This Week in Murder Oh, thing. that'd be cool. It'd be like old school country. I don't know if you've listened to any of his stuff. I actually like it. Oh nice. It's different. It's 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 a different type of old country, but I really, really like it. I do. And I'm not saying that just because uh, he's Albert Hickman, right? Uh, I'm I'm saying that because I genuinely like the music. I I was oh, listening, cool. I was listening to it. And I'm like, I was singing it. I was like in the bathroom singing it earlier, and I'm like, damn man, it's catchy. It's I think it's it's fucking fun. I think his videos are cool. Oh nice, they're little avant avant garde. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're different. I think they're funny. I think I, I I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan. I would. If they were on the East Coast and I was able to get to it, I would go check it out. So I want you guys to go check out Albert and his Dream Boats. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him. I'm sure he, you know, I don't know if they're on Sound, a SoundCloud, but they're I'm definitely sure like on Spotify. If you use YouTube. Spotify,
1: YouTube. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know how to find music. You know Look how to Google it. Yes. Google it or Bing it or ask Jeeves. You know what I mean? Right. Go to Hotbot. Also, Also, uh, or Hot hot box i'll find a hot box i don't i, I would i would not
1: recommend going to hotbox.com i don't think it's going to be a safer work there may be spy on there what do is, not go to hotbox.com what is it i don't know but i'm going to guess it has something to do with adult
0: content I've not, i don't think i've ever been there well g- get on your phone and go on the hotbox.com and no because now true. like what if i fucking go on there and it's like fucking bestiality or f- some shit i don't want to go to i don't know what it is we why just told people to go to hotbox I said a hot box. Oh, okay. Like, eat a vagina. No.
1: This is not the way I expected the opera in his dream post plug to go. Sorry, Albert. <laughs> I'm very sorry.
2: Hmm.
0: I apologize on behalf of this no, piece no, of, I, of rubbish over here. I'm going to check it out now. If I'm running, I'm changing my name and hiding. I just I just invented a new word. I said grubbish because I forgot
1: it was rubbish.
0: Oh, grubbi- grubbish? Grubbish. This piece of rubbish over here. Are you going to hotbox.com? I am. Oh, my God. I feel like we. Oh, it just goes to penthouse magazine. <laughs> oh, OK. Oh, it's nothing. That's All right. Not we're safe. safe. So OK, Whew. man. I was like, if this is somebody eating a goat butt, like <laughs> in conclusion, don't go to goateatgoatbutts.com. goat eatgoatbuts.com. In conclusion, yeah. please check out Albert and his dream boats. Not eat goat Yeah. None of those things. Don't do that. No. Yeah. Just Spotify. Whatever, because if you do music, you're trash. You're rubbish. I was trying to bring it back. You're grubbish. Oh, okay, I like grubbish now. Well, anyway, I was just trying to clue you in. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, to what I was speaking
1: of. Clue. What? Uh, on the other side of the country, we just talked about a uh, really cool California no, band. We're still in Pottsville. It's only on the other side of town. No, 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 no. I was segueing from Albert oh. and his dreamboats too. Oh, Pottsville. he's over. He's over yeah. in California. We are in Pennsylvania, we which is sure
0: are. certainly not California. No, it's not. It's about as
1: far away as you can be from California in any aspect of the imagination and still be in the United States.
0: Unless you're in Hawaii. Uh, not, a- I'm not, I was
1: talking not even just geographically. I'm talking about just in a state of mind and everything. Uh, but anyway, this is neither here nor there. It's there. Uh, because we Way are going to a play this weekend. We are. We're gonna we're gonna go play. I'm going to refer you back to one of our episodes. I think it was in like the mid 20s, somewhere around there. Who who? Dude, done it's my only dude?
0: 1920. I mean, 2020 right now. Who done it, my dude? Was an episode we did previously. Oh, you mean episode 20? Yeah,
1: I, I I don't know what episode number it was, but who done it, my dude? Uh, we I, talked about our favorite whodunits, yeah. and I think your favorite and definitely my top
0: five was Clue. So clue i saw for the first oh man was it the first it could have been the first time but that i remember you know how it's one of those things like i've never seen this before but you probably have you right. just don't, don't retain mm-hmm. like uh because my retention in general is just shit you know mm-hmm. uh i remember seeing clue around like 1993 and falling in love with it and wanting to be a filmmaker right cuz something about that movie was like like I saw a bunch of other movies something about that movie made me go I need to do this myself right I need to make this because I know that it's not going to be so so that's actually not true I I did something before that I always forget about this in 90 no oh, cuz it was 92 it was 92 or 93 it was the early 90s well let me let me let me let me try to remember just relax uh because we talked on the one episode about how i did the 10 commandments rap video for school, right, for right school. yeah and that's where i really went but i don't know if i saw a clue but i remember it was around that time so it was 92 93 because it was all around the same time like i saw like i did that that video and i wanted to be a filmmaker it was like, and, and that's all I thought about for years was I'm going to be a filmmaker. And I would tell people that for years and years and years, like, I'm going to be a filmmaker. I'm going to be famous when I get older. You know, you'll say I'm going to be famous. And I just kept talking about and talking about it. Uh, I call my uncle who lived. He was still living in Collingdale at that house. Your uncle Moose. Moose. Yeah. Right. And I was living in, in South Philly at the time. And uh, early, it's it's early 1993, like March or something like that. Mm-hmm. I call him, and I'm like talking to him, I'm like, I love this movie. I want to make it myself. Blah 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 blah. I need to get like because I had a camera, but I didn't know how to do all the editing and everything. Right. I wouldn't even know what to edit it on. Do you just edit it like you put two VCRs together? How do to you, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, I don't, I don't know how to do all the editing at this at this point in my I life. Still don't know how to do it. Well, of course I do. You know, you just take it take all the stuff into your computer and fucking edit it. It's, it's, it's easy as shit. Now they make it so easy. Try figuring it out when you don't have any kind of fucking editing deck in 1992. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're 12 years old. You don't, you don't know how to fucking edit shit. Uh, I don't know how the fuck I edited any of my school videos. Mm-hmm. You're, I guess you're just, you pause it and stop and rewind and reshoot everything. And you have to do it in that order. Right. Like you can't just drag and drop things and, and, mm-hmm. You know, so anyway, uh, I call my uncle and I'm like, I want to do, I want to make this movie. Like I was obsessed with it. And then I remember talking to to Joe Brennan on Wayne Avenue about wanting to do it. And I'm like, yeah, you would be Mr. Body. And I was like, I'm casting kids right. in the area. Like, I'm like, you would be Colonel Mustard and you would be, you know, and I'm just like casting all these people. And I was obsessed with this movie. And around the same time, I also became obsessed with, um, Murder by Death mm-hmm. with uh, Peter Falk. And it also had Eileen Brennan uh, in it, who was in, uh, in Clue. Um, fucking fantastic. Fantastic movie. Uh, it's like one of the only acting appearances of. Um, oh, gosh. Truman Capote. Truman Capote. Yeah. Fucking great.
1: Great. Roll tide, my dude. Another episode where we talk about Truman Capote.
0: Okay. Now, oh, look at you. You're a little fucking wealth of knowledge. Remembering all this shit. It's like a Rolodex. Yeah. I could never remember, fucking. I, if you would have been like, do you ever talk about Truman Capote in your show before? I'm be like, no. And you're like not only you're like, yeah, we talked about him. It was in this episode. So
1: it was the episode where we brought up Harper Lee was. His, uh, I would have never
0: time. ever remembered talking about Harper Lee. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> do you remember sh- talking about Clue? Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Um, but anyway, yeah, Clue has been a huge fucking. It's been one of my favorite movies since like i said since i was i was that age like 12, 12 13 years old it's been one of my favorites um they came out with like a kids version a couple years ago it was shitty cuz it was like a shitty tv like you know shitty just kids it, it, it doesn't have the same feel to it it doesn't have the same character right as the as the you know original and it's hard because any remake it's it like cuz there was supposed to be a remake with Ryan Reynolds i mm-hmm. i'm not saying that it's not going to be good i'm just saying it's not going to be the same right. and i'm okay with with it because so many people hate remakes and they're like oh you know the, the, it ruined my childhood like well, you're brittle dude like that's pretty sad if you think that a remake can ruin your childhood like i love halloween okay almost as much as i love clue mm-hmm. i hate rob zombies halloween right right yeah guess what didn't ruin my fucking childhood you know what I mean? Like right. it can't it did not magically replace the right. original.
1: Yeah, people always say that about Weezer like cuz their their later albums aren't as good as like well it's for the old ones are really great still.
0: Right. So go back and listen to the yeah. old shit. You know? Like I I do, guess what I don't watch, the fucking Rob Zombie movies. I'll watch the original Halloween a thousand fucking times. I, w- I will watch the Rob Zombie movies zero times because I don't want to watch it because I don't like it because it's just it's it's too gory. I don't like the way he did it. It's Michael Myers. It should be suspenseful. Like John Carpenter knew what the fuck he was doing. It, it, it should be you're on the edge of your seat. Not about like brutal fucking blood and guts and gore and shit right. like th- there was blood because I've read people and I've watched interviews where people said with Halloween, they were like. Oh, there was no blood in it. It's bullshit because there was blood on, on screen in Halloween, but there wasn't a lot and it was never the point of it. It was always supposed to be scary. You're waiting for him to like you, you know, you turn a corner and he's there. Right. It's suspense. And that's, that's what made it scary. Not just a brutal. And I, I dude, If you want all that brutal shit, fine. But that's not what I like about the character of Michael Myers or the the storytelling or the way it's done. So mm-hmm. You know, but it never ruined it. I did, I could go on and on for hours about how I hate it, but it didn't ruin it. I could never say it's ever going to ruin. When I see like there's a new Thundercats cartoon, Thundercats Roar, dude, you have to see people how they're freaking out about oh oh my god, why did they remake it? This? this is fucking stupid. Oh, it's ruined it much. Don't watch it. It's not for you, forty year old fucking asshole. It's not for you. It's for kids. Don't watch it. Go back. Go back to the old cartoons, you know, and with the new clue. If it sucks, guess what? You always have the original clue to go back and you know fall back on. Right. You know. No, no, not Everybody loves Clue. You know what I mean? Everybody. There's not. There's not a single person out there, director or anybody that. that yeah, yeah. That n- thinks,
1: definitely not a no, director who may have had a heart attack. But, who?
0: What? Yeah, what? I don't know. Yeah, Kevin Smith fucking hates <laughs> Clue. But guess who doesn't hate Clue? We don't hate Clued. We don't. And we're going to go see it this weekend. Yeah, uh, we are,
1: like we said about a half hour ago. We're I don't Postle like when you Post do revenge. that. Don't do that.
0: You don't need to timestamp us and, you know, fucking trying to make me feel bad about how long we've gone on. It's a joke. I don't like it. Uh, it so makes me feel bad. All right. You're not. Ti- you're time shaming.
2: Time <laughs> shaming.
0: Okay. Uh, so anyway, this weekend we
1: are going to be seeing Clue. It is going to be on stage at the Majestic Theater in yeah. Postel, 209 North Center Street in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Yes. Uh the Majestic Players. Yeah, we actually tree. sat
0: in last week and we uh we were behind the camera uh and taking pictures and stuff. Uh when when Tony with interviews of everyday people uh interviews with everyday or, people. Uh, sorry. Conversations with uh people is what it should be called. Well, he, he even says that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what that's what I'm yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Uh he he said he screwed up on, <laughs> on making the it, name. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. It happens. We shouldn't have called this murder, my dude. You know what I mean? Yes. What should we have called it? I don't know. See? I was trying to get you to think on your toes. Ranting, my dude. Yeah. Soapbox, my dude. Soapbox. Jack's soapbox. Yeah. Definitely not an hour, my dude. Um no. It's an hour five right now. But uh yeah, he um Tony uh was interviewing some of the cast and the directors from uh of the sh- of the the play
1: yeah we spoke with the theater uh, he was he we spoke with off, off off the air uh he was uh interviewing the theater director like and who the runs, co-director who, who runs, the, uh, runs the majestic theater right the co-director of the clue production yeah mr body mr body
0: and mr green yeah right and you now what's cool is mr body uh in the movie was played by uh lee ving which his name is like leaving yeah uh it was stylized like that intentionally, Uh, but leaving, I think he was a musician. I guess like he did like punk music and stuff. Mm -hmm. He's from Philly. Oh wow. Yeah. And he plays Mr. Body and, and then Mr. Green was the great Michael McKean. (laughs) I wanted to say it, but I didn't when we were there, when we were leaving. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I got a little, because they start talking about like ghost stories and stuff. And uh, you, you uh, did a uh, theater faux pas. Oh yeah. I mentioned a, I mentioned a... Well, you could say, because we're not on stage. I said Macbeth on stage. He said Macbeth on stage. Now, you know, if somebody is a theater person, they're like, (gasps) oh, you don't do that. You have to spin three times and look over your shoulder and spit or something like that. And I was like, I'm not spinning on the stage. That is disrespectful. The stage is sacred. Yeah. Like, we wiped our feet when we got... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's a fucking wrestling ring. But anyway. uh, So, yeah. So, this weekend, there's going to be a production of Clue. Uh, i'm excited for it dude yeah uh yeah. i was talking to jay last year it was last may uh and i, I put a post about I me mean, i was talking about like uh some kind of like live action like murder mystery shit i think at at pressed which is the local coffee shop right we were just like talking and jay should, is the there. Jay, yeah. jay's the manager jay's the manager and one of the owners and he goes uh he's like um he goes live clue yeah <laughs> Yeah, it'd be great. Or Clue Live, and whatever. And that's exactly what's going to be uh, at and the Majestic Almost this a week, year right. later, that's what we have. Yeah. In Pottsville, we have live Clues. And so. if you're
1: in the Schuylkill County area, tickets are only $15. It'll be a hilarious show. When we were at that interview last week, uh, the, the cast and crew and everybody were talking about how this is the funniest production they think they've done so far. And, yeah. and, and I'm going to be holding them to a high standard on that because I went to see Spam lot last year and I laughed my ass off for two hours. So I, I'm coming in with high expectations. Okay. And and I love clue, so I'll probably they'll probably be met. I am looking forward to
0: it. Well the it. the one actor, like 'cause the the one guy was pretty reserved. He was pretty quiet and reserved. And he's also playing Mr. Body who dies, so that's good. Um but Spoiler. who was who the other guy? Mr he was Mr. Green. Mr. Green. I forget, Mr. Green. I, forget, I
1: forget. I I can actually I have the thing here, I can get I can get his name. Bevin. Uh, huh? Bevan. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody calls him Bevan. That's his last name, but yeah, yeah everybody be- calls Bevin. him Bevan.
0: He was funny. He was very funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking about his uh, cosplay and yeah,
1: all that stuff. Yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah, and then I I didn't want to cut in, but I was I wanted to know the answer because he talked about uh he was in character and he had to judge like somebody's butt or something like that. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because he he it was an interview I think it was on like IGN or one of those things. Where it got posted online and it was yeah, like this YouTube thing. But
0: but he didn't and I and so I was like, I didn't want to I didn't want to like intrude on Tony's thing, but I wanted to know like the, what was the answer.
1: And by the way, that interview was up already, so if you go over to Tony's uh interviews with everyday people, yeah. That's his uh channel. Same thing you listen to us on, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, yeah, you can find him too.
0: Uh, you can search IWEP or interviews with everyday people. IWP
1: network, I think you can do IWEP Anything network, like that, yeah.
0: And uh I th- I think one of his latest
1: episodes will probably be uh, this interview with the majestic players you can find out all about it and then you can if you're in the area if you're local come come see the show it's 15 bucks it'll be worth the price of admission my dude oh wait no we're, we're not over oh okay uh, we we still have a, a story
3: to do here we do yeah
0: okay well this story is uh it's a little sick it's a lot it's a lot sick
3: it's a lot sick
0: um this uh yeah man it, the, like like we talked earlier i I got very sick to my stomach. I watched a lot of videos. Um, I don't know if you cover this again. Going in blind in, uh, with this, like like I do most uh, shows, I watched videos of them playing the audio of them recording the women and what they did to the women. Yeah, and people ran the women, girls. These were the girls, girls, girls. Yeah, yeah. and they. These people were listening to the audio and they ran out of the court like crying yes. and throwing up mm-hmm. because of what they heard.
1: Yeah. And um I'll be I'll be completely honest. I didn't even know about this case until right before we made the call to cover this as our feature. And we'll get into why I picked this a little bit later. Uh, I I think
0: is- it's good to bring attention to things like this because yeah. when when people look not everything is fucking sunshine and and, and rainbows and You know, Dobie Gillis, like I I, like, trust me, I wish everything was, but I think it's important to do this. Look, let me tell let me tell you something. I have an 11 year old daughter. This makes me scared as fuck when I listen to shit like this. When I watch shit like Dobie Gillis, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I have an 11 year old daughter and like, I got her to watch it. And, you know, you kind of get tricked into thinking when you watch shit like that, like that, that's what real life is in a moment, in the moment when you're watching, you're like, oh, this is life. Mm hmm. Okay, when I watch that, I'm like, I get tricked into thinking that that's what life is. Right. This is life. This is real. Mm -hmm. This shit that we're about to talk about is fucking real. The other shit, Dobie Gillis and cartoons and all that shit isn't real. So when I listen to shit like this, I have to take into consideration what this is happening more frequently to, to, to females than males. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is why women feel unsafe sometimes.
1: I always remember we had a friend when we lived in New Jersey.
0: And what guess? Is it does it begin with a B? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I think I've told this. I think I've Barb. mentioned this before. Yeah, our friend Barb. Our friend Barb.
0: And we were do, like you were saying we were doing some filming. This is when you were still in your Barb, which thing. is funny because Barb was one of the one of the only like she there were only a handful of girls in my life mm-hmm. that I could kick it with, right? That. That, like, it was like, all right, she's a fucking homie. Right. Barb was always one of them. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. Barb could probably talk shit about me, and I could talk shit about Barb. It was one of those deals. Right. I will always love Barb, mm-hmm. and I will always, you know, it'll, Barb will always be one of those people that I could go and just, like, shoot the shit and just fucking right. hang with. And another one was uh, my friend Rose mm-hmm. that, you know, I had a falling out with because I'm falling out with everybody in my life because yes. I'm, I'm a fucking asshole. But... These are people there're only so many fucking people that I that I go these are like fucking friends for life and I might not talk to you for 10 years but I know that if I talk to you if I see you in 11 years we're going to fucking if if we right. hang out we're going to have a fucking fun time yeah and barb was always one of those people mm-hmm, totally and I remember we went somewhere with her I think we went out to
1: eat or something with her uh because we were filming something and we just ran out to grab something to eat cuz it was a long day and this is going to be an embarrassing story because remember, yeah, okay. there's this one time. No, there's this one time. This is embarrassing for me. Oh. You, uh, you, one time we were filming for a while and then she drove me to work afterward. And I remember we drove by a Burger King and a Longhorn Stanley. Oh, house. yeah. And I thought it was like a because there used to be this in Delaware, there's this McDonald's. It was like a 1950s McDonald's. There's like a pink Cadillac in there. I thought this was like a special Burger King that was called Burger King Longhorn. <laughs> <laughs> And then I
0: looked I'm like, oh shit! Longhorn Steakhouse is a separate thing. Like, there's a, I think it's like a California or somewhere. There's like a, like a KFC donuts, fucking. Well, now they have KFC. They're doing chicken donuts, but they're, donut but they're selling them. Oh wow! I'm talking about a place. Oh wow, that's. It was crazy. a weird thing I saw. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. It was like 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 a hybrid fucking actual thing. So you, yeah, you thought that that it was Burger, Burger King, King Longhorn? Longhorn. Yeah hilarious like not even like did you even think like it was longhorn steak or did you think it was just I his I own think, i don't think i knew what longhorn steakhouse was at this Oh, point. okay yeah because we didn't really have those yeah we had ponderosa
1: yeah and like bonanza, bonanza and which,
0: which and... ponderosa and bonanza yeah. are the same company right But yeah we knew outback right but we didn't yeah we didn't know like longhorn and all that shit and so yeah but anyway th- that, that's not the hot th- thing i'm talking about we we went out
1: with her one time it and remember, should be and uh, like we're bigger dudes we've said that before and I remember her saying, "Like I feel so safe with with, with being with, like around you too." I'm like, and it just
0: kind of didn't register until they're like, "Wow, she wouldn't feel safe otherwise." We have a picture with the three of us, like posing because yeah, uh, it was we, we were, were like we were doing, doing like, promotional shots for for uh, a movie we were doing, right? Or we, we were planning on doing. and We flew a guy out from uh, from Detroit, yeah, um, and we were doing all these like. Uh, promo shots with a company out of brooklyn right and yeah it was like the three of us like standing in there like posing and i remember her saying about uh, her feeling safe with us right right i'm like
1: yeah wow she probably doesn't feel safe
0: like otherwise and it's like holy shit i don't see personally i think that i think that she does feel safe i think it's it's just Instead of saying like I feel more safe, or right, like, right. Yeah, or no, like gotcha, in yeah. the event that something yeah. happens, I, I, I feel I, I would feel safe. I tr- yeah, I, I trust. I yeah. think that you heard that and those words, and are like, oh my god, this poor girl, she's constantly walking around like right. I'm going to be raped or or diddled. You know, right. like I don't think that it was a constant fear. I think it was more or like, less it was something where it was a like, if something were right if something
1: if shit went hit the fan like if shit she went down, up, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, but no, you're right. Like, Word. yeah, you kind of do have to keep your head on a swivel. When- and
0: you're a woman, and when you're in DC in the early 2000s, yeah, the DC sniper. Yeah, um, we had a we had a buddy that we play uh, SOCOM with, right. and I remember him saying he's like, yeah, because he was in DC, and he's like, what's his name, the Intimidator, yeah. Yeah, i think it was, it was like randy yeah randy an yeah. intimidator yeah and uh he's like uh he's like yeah man i have to constantly keep my head on swivel because right. like whenever i go and like get gas yeah. and, and 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 i talked about that when i was i was like rooting for the dc sniper oh yeah fucking dumb yeah i was trash yeah i was ru- rubbage. Rubbi- you were rubbish rubbish yeah. rubbish yeah
1: you were garbage yeah. whatever the other one was rubbish rubbish <laughs>
0: So no, then, yeah, it wasn't grubbish.
1: You're, it was rubbish. And then I said grubbish. Gr- you later. said grubbish. Yeah yeah, 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 that's what I was it, It's rubbish. And so anyway, wait, rubbish is a real one. No, rubbish is a real one. I'm fucking confused. Yeah,
3: see?
1: <laughs> I've got tongue tied. Uh, it's been a weird show. But uh, any, this is, I think it's because we're kind of trying to avoid getting into what we're about to get into. These, this is Let's talking about
0: the, anything but the main yeah, story.
1: This is as bad as it gets. We're getting into the, the toolbox killers. Lawrence Bittaker and Roy Norris and it's not just us that's gonna put these two especially Norris, yeah
0: N- Norris N- 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 <laughs> N- 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 um you do say that last name like that Norris you say Norris like nor Norris like Chuck Norris I say Norris and you say Norris right. and it always bothered me when you would say Chuck Norris do you say Narth doesn't matter or not North. the same fucking word oh you could you can you could say things differently right and I say Norris yeah no i'm saying i'm sitting say, no i'm not talking about that you're oh. saying that name what if that person was was to say it's norris say my name right i
1: would say fuck you you're a serial killer norris that's right chuck
0: yeah he might have killed people you don't he's know. a trump guy <laughs> yeah fuck it probably is a serial killer
1: and and it's not just us that's putting these two especially bideker yeah. In such rarefied air. There's a guy named Dr. Michael Stone.
0: Sounds like a fake name
1: or like a porn star. It, it's it's I'm, a real name. Of Dr. Mike Stone. And I think that's why he goes by Michael, because Mike Stone would be even worse. Yeah. And his work was the basis of a long-running discovery show called Most Evil. And his whole gimmick on that show was they would ca- talk about a case, and he had like this grouping from 1 to 22 one was the worst, tw- or one was the least bad. Yeah, like you just snapped and killed somebody, right? And then twenty two was the worst. Yeah, and he put Bidicker in twenty two. Jeez, with guys like BTK, who was another awful person we we went over before, uh, H H Holmes, Edmund Kemper, who was really bad, and others.
0: See, I, I, it's it's so strange when I when I think about some of these people. I talked to you before about it. and I'm like, I wonder how many of it is. The people do things because they get lost in their like fantasy, and mm-hmm. the fantasy and reality lines get blurred. Oh
1: yeah, and like it's, it's that it's not seeing other people as living things. It's just right. not and, really and, having any empathy for your fellow and, and, and man. And
0: sometimes, and sometimes it's like may, what I what I try to understand or, or want to know is: Do you think some of these people, like when they killed somebody at the time, they're kind of like? They don't realize how permanent permanent uh, it is to whatever they did, whether it's raping somebody or killing somebody. I, I think it
1: depends on the person. Some of them,
0: and, and might some, I get it. Some, some of, the, some of them, I think that one hundred percent understand what right. they did, that the reality uh, and it, that the lines aren't blurred. Mm-hmm. They one hundred percent understand and don't care, like the ice, uh, like Iceman, right. Uh, Richard Kuklinski. Yeah, that guy to me is is a fucking on a scale of one to twenty two is a twenty two every day. I believe he was also on the twenty two scale. Well, he should be. Twenty two was kind of reserved for like torturing. But see, and... but see, the BTK. I understand, but that like I understand. I think they're all fucking nuts, right? If you're gonna tell me that one of the that these guys aren't fucking crazy, whatever it is, I I'm gonna disagree with how I'm you s- tell you they're all crazy. They're all fucking nuts, right? They're all fucking insane psychopaths whatever well psychopath isn't a fucking fuck whatever it's called they're fucking nuts they're all bad pieces of shit but i think i think somebody like Kaczynski is worse than btk simply because btk lived a good portion of that loving his kids and shit and was not killing people and didn't do shit for a while right i i think that there maybe there's like multiple sides to his fuck like Maybe multiple personalities or something, or maybe there's some loving part because don't they say that he was like a loving dad? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He his kids didn't have like they weren't like abused. Yeah, anything. they said like whatever, like one, like one, like one or two times, one or two like times he saw intense. And like my kids have seen me flip like thirty seven times a day because I'm one of those guys. But they laugh at me when I fucking flip out when I scream. Like literally, my kids will laugh. Like not like ah, I'm not going to listen to you, but they're like. Oh, you, because they know that that's, you know, that's how I get. I start like, I freak, about, I freak, but but I kind of make it comical when I do it too. So, you know what I mean? But, but this guy just flips one or two times and yet he is as atrocious as he was. Right. You know, but, but other than that, he's uh, supposedly this like upstanding citizen. Everybody thinks he's a great neighbor and he's a good dad and, and all this leader, shit. Scout leader. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the stuff where Iceman just. Well, he was a hitman, too, like Iceman. A lot of it was Murder for Hire with him. Like I said before, we talked about this. It's always okay when it's military and they're going out doing it to somebody else in a different country. They're heroes. But when you do it here and it's not military, you're a serial killer or you're you're a murderer. You know... I don't think killing's good in any way, and like whatever you—you you, you could not be a fan of that statement. But I don't find that it's okay to kill anybody anywhere, for whatever reason, you know. Whether you want to call it freedom or, you, you know, some kind of weird fucking thing that they have, I feel—I feel like you said earlier. I feel like I'm just trying to fucking get away from Bittaker. I'm sorry. I let's just do it let's just do it let's just fucking get it and stop veering because we veer so much
1: stephen k who was bittaker's prosecutor in the los angeles district attorney's office and he was also on the team that successfully prosecuted charles manson he actually called bittaker a monster and said he was the most heinous murderer ever in los angeles fbi special agent john e douglas and this guy was the inspiration for profiles, profilers on shows like Criminal Minds. If you ever watched that, like in the very early part, Mandy Patankin's character was based on him. Another one was based on him. He was an inspiration for the main character on the show Mind Hunter on Netflix, yeah, which was about the beginning of FBI profiling. Yeah, and he, this guy's Johnny Douglas, called Bitaker the most disturbing person he had ever profiled, and I learned, believe it. Lawrence Bittaker, I just want to make sure I have his first name right here, uh,
3: Lawrence, Bitteker, Lawrence Sigmund Bittaker yes,
1: he was born uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on December tw- or September 27th, 1940, his birth parents had no interest whatsoever in raising a child, so they gave him up for
0: adoption, they knew already, <laughs> they were like, he's a fucking piece of shit, hey, let's uh, send him over to the Bittakers.
1: By the way, I'm pro-choice, and hey, if maybe if it wasn't as taboo and it wasn't 1940, Lawrence Bittaker would have been aborted, and this world would have been a much better place. Yeah, just saying. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go on a soapbox for five seconds, so just okay. step right off. It's fine. Um, Bittaker was adopted soon after by Mr. and Mrs. George Bittaker, and he was given the name Lawrence Sigmund Bittaker. Yeah. His adoptive father worked on airplanes, and his family moved around quite a bit through Lawrence's childhood. They went from Pennsylvania down to Florida back up north to Ohio, and then finally west to California.
0: So you say Florida, not Florida.
1: It's yes.
0: the same O sound as, N- as Norris. It's the same O-R. It would be the same pronunciation. Yeah, know, Florida and Norris. Florida I, and Norris. I'm not without my inconsistencies. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm inconsistent with... Go ahead. Bitteker, yeah, as a
1: result, never really felt at home anywhere. Mm-hmm. He'd later blame a lack of attention and affection from his parents for several petty crimes, shoplifting mainly, that he committed as a teen, he was a smart child, like very gifted, and they they believed he had an IQ around one thirty eight, which is it's it's right teeter on the edge of genius. Genius, well, gifted, gifted, genius, whatever you want to say, like it, it, it's pretty high. It's pretty high. Yeah. And Bitiker's disenchantment extended into his schoolwork. He just didn't really engage in school. A lot of people that are that smart, they just get bored with school and they don't really care about it. Like me. Yeah. And he and Binnaker dropped out of school in high school in 1957. They were in California at this point. And shortly after dropping out of high school, he was given two years in a youth detention center after a uh, trio of charges for car theft, a hit and run right after that, and then evading arrest. After he was released uh, for that two-year bid, he learned that his parents had disowned him and he would never see them again. They just kind of skipped town while he was locked up. He wouldn't be free for long, either, as he was arrested on another car theft charge a few days later. Eighteen months after that, he was freed, but we soon be jailed again on robbery charges. So you're obviously you're seeing here. This guy's a problem like this guy is. It's just going to be revolving door here. Mm -hmm. And
0: it was Uh, his real parents like I fucking dodged a bullet (laughs) Uh, this time uh, on the. You should have aborted him, Marge. You know, that's yeah, this is. I don't know if that's this is. This is before
1: Roe v. This is well before Roe v. Wade. Yeah, and well before society would be okay with things like that unless yeah, it's done like a back alley.
0: They were doing those back alley abortions, yeah.
1: coat hanger alley shit. Hmm. And, and this time, on the robbery charge, Binnicker was sentenced to one to fifteen years in prison, and his actual time being served hinged greatly because that's a wide range—one to fifteen years. Yeah. Like usually it's like ten to 15, 7 to fifteen. It was yeah, he, one to fifteen. I years. think he
0: was he was let out a few years later. Two years.
1: Two years for uh, good behavior. Uh his actual time served was gonna depend on his behavior and how he responded to psychiatric analysis and treatment. Prison doctors found Bitter to have, quote, superior intelligence, though he was deemed manipulative, borderline psychotic, and he had, quote, considerable concealed hostility.
0: Yeah. I I I identify with that.
1: And um despite the I think your hostility's concealed?
0: <laughs> really? I'm I'm considerably not concealed. You have uh, you have open carry hostility. I'm definitely yeah. Uh... uh
1: rather than the uh, or I should say despite the rather con- uh, damning psych reports, Bickner was released after 2 years behind bars. He'd be in and out of prison throughout the 60s and 70s and he did flash a little bit of that violent side that he would later show in full detail when he stabbed an employee of he a shop. He won
0: full force.
1: He did. Yep. Like Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. He, He's uh,
0: getting mad now.
1: Yes, he is. He actually stabbed an employee of a shop that he was robbing in 1974. That well, was he his, didn't
0: like when things weren't going his going his way. Weren't his
1: going his way, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a wor- yeah, It's hard to do it when you're talking about somebody else and not repeating not, the...
1: Not the great Jumpin' Jeff Farmer.
0: Yep.
3: Exactly.
1: So yeah, that was besides like the hit and run and things like that. That was the first time he had, had lashed out physically directly on another so, person.
0: So so you're seeing a little bit of like you're seeing uh, glimpses, yeah, glimpses of of what's to come, right? And, and it's little teases. It's like, and this is this is the thing. I th- I think with some of this, I think that like you y- you want a taste of blood, and you know, then you get a little taste, and then. You want a little bit more. And then eventually you're fucking eating bodies. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what much. happens with this guy. He's, he's gonna, he's got, he has a little taste of blood. And then a little bit later, he becomes a full fucking shark. Right. And Roy Naris didn't help. This guy didn't help. He was born
1: about seven and a half years after Bittaker, And he himself was the accidental child of an unwed couple in northern Colorado. Colorado. Or say, Colorado. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. In 1947, when Roy's mother was pregnant with him, there was a major, major stigma against unwed mothers, which led his parents to rush into a marriage. So instead of just giving up the baby like Bittaker's <laughs> parents did, the Naris family.
0: They uh, nor- not Naris, Norris. Oh. naris like, like, like Florida. It's the same. N-A-R-R-I-S. Naris. Flo- Florida. Florida. F-L-A-R-I-D-A. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> F-L-A-R-I-D-A. Florida. <laughs> Florida. 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 F- just say Florida from now on then
1: I just say norris and Florida I'll do what i want all
0: right like radiator
1: exactly it's a uh, rad wh- radiator
0: it, yeah what's a radiator do it radiates um that's what they they would think that uh my grandpa because my grandpa was born in nineteen thirty two they believed because his his older sister was fourteen years older than than him mm-hmm. th- there was always a rumor that she was actually his mom right that happened quite a
1: bit like and jack nicholson that happened too.
0: and uh instead of being like put off her adoption or something like that they apparently like sent her away to some like sc- you like these girls would be sent away to like these schools yeah and i think that something like that may have happened
1: yeah like so nobody could see that they were pregnant basically
0: and uh my my grandpa was raised by his parents, which could have been technically his grandparents. Mm -hmm. Now, if this is the case, my aunt Catherine then would have been my great grandmother. I would have had her just until a few years ago. Uh, But when my mom asked my grandpa about it one time, he said not to open, like, don't open another can of worms. Right. And it was like, is that an admission of guilt? Like, is that saying yes, but you never know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have no idea. I have no idea if if, if my Aunt Catherine was really my great aunt or my great grandmother. Right. I have no idea. But there was that story because that's what would happen back then. Like if she was 14 and pregnant with my grandpa, then yeah, she, it, she, you know, it would have been like hush hush and, you know. But with this, I don't know if
1: it was an age thing more than they they weren't married thing, because they just ran and got married. It was,
0: But but that kind of lumps into all of that.
1: Right, the stigma against yeah. children and...
0: Unwed, like, you're 14, unwed, you're underage, unwed, yeah. yeah, so...
1: Despite the rushed marriage, Roy's parents didn't really do much parenting. His mother battled with addiction, and Roy wound up spending a good chunk of his youth in the Colorado foster system. Mm. He later claimed that he was often neglected or outright abused in some of these settings, and apparently, he had a thing where he was very uh, racist against Hispanic people, against Latins, and it was because he said of mistreatment he had in a foster home, where the um, where the parents. Or the I, gu- I mean, I guess you, guess you could
0: see you, you, people do that all the time. It's like it's like
1: I I have this one horror story from a certain right. people who so to hate everybody. You see black that black. on
0: all sides of, of the fucking aisle, with you know, whites and blacks, blacks and whites, whites and fucking everybody. You know, everybody in whites like. Just, you know, a handful of Trump fucking supporters, uh, you know, all white people get lumped in or whatever, like some black guy might do something bad. And then all of a sudden all black people are bad. Right. You know, like it's it's stupid. It's, you know, I but I'm not saying I don't get it. You know, I totally understand. I just I think it's dumb. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you should be a better person than that. But I, I you know, I, I understand that it happens. Right. And Roy's family life fractured further when he
1: was 16 and he engaged in a uh, highly sexualized conversation with an older female relative. I think it might have been his cousin, but I couldn't see anything that conclusively said that. Uh-huh. After being threatened by his father, because the relative then went and told Roy's father, Roy avoided the conflict b- conflict by stealing his father's car, driving to the Rocky Mountains, and attempting suicide. He tried He should to- have. Well, he tried.
0: Look, I think this is one of the times that we should be uh, proponents for... You know, I mean, I'm always, I'm okay with assisted suicides. Anyway, we talked about that in a Kevorkian episode. Right. I remembered. Um, I'm okay with, you know, I'm okay with that, but, but to say, you know, that people shouldn't commit suicide, you know what I don't like also when, when somebody says, Hey, if you have like mental illness, you're great. You're wonderful. No, not everybody with mental illness is fucking wonderful and great. Uh, these two included. Right, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you, just, I, I get trying to be positive, try to lift people up. But absolutely. So, like, I don't think you should try to lift up Roy Nars. But, but or let's or
0: not say everybody Norris with every single person with uh mental illness is fucking uh, a peach, because that's not how it works. Because these two have mental fucking illness, and they are not peaches. No, they're rotten peaches. Peaches come from a can.
1: So. They're put there by a man. In a factory downtown. Mm-hmm. So uh, what happened was he tried to inject like just pure air. He tried to give himself like, I, would, that, would that be a hot shot? or? Uh,
0: I don't think, I don't know. I don't, I I don't know, know what, what a hot shot gonna, is.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I
0: think he, that's where you start a car.
1: He tried to inject an, basically an air bubble into his veins to kill himself and it didn't work. He survived the suicide attempt but wound up staying far away from home. Eventually police caught Roy and he returned, uh, he was returned to his parents against his will and Roy and his younger sister were then told just flat out by their parents that they weren't wanted and that the parents were going to divorce when the children were of age. Basically, they only got together because they had kids. Now that you're going to get older. We don't want to be. A, we just we don't want to be apart. And so at 17, Roy left school. He enlisted in the U.S. Navy and he wound up in Vietnam in 1969. He was not really in active combat while he was there. He was only on one tour of duty and he didn't see, like, heavy, heavy combat. He was just kind of there. Shortly after that, he settled in San Diego. He received a psychiatric discharge from the Navy, and he was soon after arrested for attempted rape. He would be in and out of prison for sexual crimes for most of the early 70s. It was during these frequent stops in the California prison system that Lawrence Spitaker and Roy Norris met. They became jailhouse friends at first. They bonded over their kind of sexual sadism, over that kind of sick, that's the thing like when you're in jail that's a that's one of the bad things about it that's why so many people reoffend it's because we don't do enough to rehabilitate but it's also because you kind of meet some fucked up friends
0: well that you 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 hit the nail on the head that the first part like prisons are not meant to rehabilitate they're meant uh, to
1: punish but they're
0: there to punish not yeah. rehabilitate they should be to rehabilitate right because we're letting these people back out and you know it's not trying to fit like they're broken these dudes are broken they need to be fixed right and it should be on us because if these guys are not fucking able to go out and like obviously they were let out and then look like we're gonna get into what they did had they you know have been have they got like had they had gone through extensive therapy it may have helped right you can't say for certain it would no i said may, have it, may have, yeah, it may have um, helped, yeah may have um but but there's you have a better chance uh, of doing it by actually attempting to do it right. you know, than not doing it. And there was no real attempt to fucking fix them. Right. It's you're bad. I'm going to fucking put you in a box. Now you're out of the box. But what did you do when you were in it? But you didn't do anything in that box to, to help that person fucking be, right. be better. Mm-hmm. And it should be. It should be part of the thing. And, and if you and if you if you disagree with that, you're wrong. You can't be right. You can't be right about that because it should be there to fucking rehabilitate. Do you want them to be better? Do you want them to to not be rapey and not kill people? Right. Like you you we know we know what happened. Mm-hmm. It's spoiler alert. They do bad shit.
3: Yes. That that's that's where we're going here.
0: So so let's let's implement uh things where where we have people fucking worked with all the time because if you look at these prison systems they're fucking overcrowded and there's not enough fucking things and there should be there should be constant like there there should be different activities and stuff to get these people active and they, and and to fucking not make because they're getting pissed off that they're in there to begin with right and you know and they used to have bloodlust and these dudes have fucking, you know, they start talking about all their, their fucking fantasies, but they're talking to each other about fantasies and about what they should do and what they want to do. Right. Not talking to a therapist about what they want to do and why they shouldn't do it. Right. And,
1: and what seen to happen here with, with Lawrence and Roy is up to this point, before they kind of connect, Roy is a sexual predator for sure. He's been in an out jail, like attempted at rape and charges like that. Bittaker at this point is more of a robbie, robbie yeah. robber he's like he's a robbie guy he's a robbie guy <laughs> he's robbie he, he, he's a he's robbie a, it's robbie and rapey that's their their tag yeah, yeah the robbie and rapey
0: yeah
1: uh the highlander the, ro- the,
0: the, the, the Robin and rape express
1: right we and, shouldn't
0: joke about raping but i mean i had to make a wrestling joke so so Basically what happens here is God, can we get a Robin Rape Express T shirt so. made like I, the I, Rock and Roll Express? I don't think we should do that. And it should be those two, but wearing like the Rock and Roll Express fucking. I don't think we should sell a t shirt that oh, says rape.
1: Uh, that's right. I think that's a bad idea. or Someone
0: that says murder. Or have murderers on the shirt. But if we did <laughs> right if we did, it would be the Robin Rape Express and it would be those two guys. Right. Wh- but the and the one guy, like Whitaker, would have a fucking lazy eye. Bitaker. Bitaker. Why do you say Whitaker? I'm thinking of uh Forest. Okay, I always get those two confused. Yeah.
1: So anyway, uh, Bittaker had never committed a sexual crime to this point, but he did open up to Norris about his desires and that's the problem, dude. kind of his urges to do it. And while inside, the two actually started formulating plans to wreak havoc once they were released. They planned to kidnap and torture young girls, and Bittaker expressed a belief that it would be easier to avoid being captured if they killed their victims when they were done with them. Because at this point, they're criminals, but they keep getting caught. So how do you stop from getting caught? You kill the victim. Makes it easier. Nobody's going to... Of course. Right. Of Their course. ultimate goal, for some reason, because they're fucking demented, became to murder one girl for each teenage year. A 13-year-old, a 14-year-old, all the way up to a 19-year-old. Bittaker was actually released, released first. He was freed in October of 1978. And he actually started to build a life. He found very profitable work as a skilled machinist. This is in 1978. Yeah. He was making just under a thousand dollars a week as a wow. skilled machinist. Uh, to the outside observer, his life was turning around pretty well. He was connecting with people around him. He wasn't making a lot of friends, but he was charitable even helped feed the homeless a little bit. And like it looked like he might be rehabilitating. And then Roy but he had this all in his mind. This is uh, he had this plan with Roy. Roy was released in January of 1979, about two, three months later. He moved in with his mother, and he started working as an electrician. Right. They would meet up. Roy and, and Bittiger would meet up at a hotel uh, and start to kind of plan things out.
0: Right. Now, this is where it gets weird. Yeah. Because this is where it gets some bizarro Scooby-Doo fucking shit. Yes. Okay. So uh, the next part we're, what we're, we're about to get into is they buy a van. Yep uh the mm you have in, in Scooby Doo yep there's a van that they have and it's called the mystery machine yep well this is kind of like that but they call it the murder mac the murder mac i wonder if it was like the name of the like the cuz i remember there was a mark like my aunt had a mark mark 3 mark, 3, mark 4 yeah sort yeah. Like of so we we had one too as a matter of fact uh when it, when when i moved from philly to collingdale mm-hmm. that's what we had we had a mark 3 and we like there was like the the seat in the back, f- f- like would fall down into a bed. Right. We had these like, it was like the the very back. Like you open up the double doors, and there was like a, a thing for like a cooler, and then there was like things to hang clothes right. in. Uh, there, we had a TV that was like built into the thing. Dude, the swivel chairs. Yeah. That fucking that van was amazing. It, it was uh, it was like. Pink and brown. It was so ugly, but it was so cool. Yeah, I think my answer was like dark red, and I just remember driving to the airport
1: in it when we went to Disney World. Yeah, it was such a. drove us to the airport.
0: My van was so fucking cool. I hate it when we got rid of it. I hated it. I don't know why they did, but maybe it was a gas guzzler. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Well, I don't think the Murder Mac had a
1: chair that went down into a bed, but it had a bed. I had no windows it had sliding doors they 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 kind of picked this out so they could grab young women off the street just throw them in the van they did fit a bed into the back of the van they actually put a bed in there like i guess they like bolted it to the floor and stuff so they had they had a bed in their van okay this was like basically the torture mobile the rape mobile they cruised around California for a while. They would just casually chat with girls. They would pick up a hitchhiker now and then, but they wouldn't do anything for a while. They think they may have picked up as many as 50 hitchhikers before they ever went after anybody. Uh, they found a piece of secluded land in the mountains near Glendora, California, that was fenced off. They took the, lock that was the padlock that was on the fence, they cut it off, and they replaced it with their own padlock, so they had access and no one else did.
0: They called it themselves, they called it the murder mech. Right. So they're so aware. Yeah, they I mean, obviously, know look, look, you, you know, you're aware, but it's like I said, sometimes what if, you know, you're kind of like you blur the lines of like reality and fantasy because you, you're fucking nuts. You go crazy They are. They just know that they're doing like they're like, Haha, yeah, they've been plot- plotting this shit for years. Right. They come for out months, at least or whatever it was. Dude comes out is living a normal life. And then the other guy comes out and is like, hey, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Time to rape and kill. Yep. And let's get a fucking truck. And what are we going to call it? We're going to call it the Murder Mac, because they know what they're doing. And they're proud of it. And there's a lot more sick shit to this fucking story.
1: Yeah, because now it starts. Now, here we go. We've been beating around the bush for almost two hours. We're here. On June 24th, 1979, Lucinda Cindy Schaefer was leaving a youth meeting at her church in Redondo Beach, California. According to Bittaker, this was at the time they had just finished installing the bed in the in the Murder Mac. And uh, so Norris says to Bittaker, there's a cute little blonde when he sees Cindy. The two predators try to coax Cindy to the van by offering her marijuana at first. And then when she says no to that, they offer her a ride home and she says no again. So they start driving past her like they're like, okay, whatever. And they drive away, except a little farther up the road. They park at a driveway and when Cindy comes along, they grab her and they pull her into the van. And one of the things they would do, and I, I don't think I mentioned this, I believe Cindy was 16. This is a 16-year-old girl, t- girl we're talking about. Uh, they pull her, they grab her, they they pull her into the van. And one thing they did, one of their tricks was, they would play their radio in the van really loud. So it would drown out any screams she was making inside. Uh, Bittaker would later say, and this is a quote from from Lawrence Bittaker. Throughout the whole experience, Cindy displayed a magnificent, magnificent state of self-control and composed acceptance of the conditions and facts over which she had no control. She shed no tears, offered no resistance, and exp- expressed no great concern for her safety. I guess she knew it was coming,
0: um, or she was fucking paralyzed with fear. It's almost like he's trying to like break this down, like 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 a psychiatrist or a psychologist or something, right? Like he's. He's commenting, or he's commentating.
1: Yeah, it's like a director's commentary on a fucking rape and murder of a 16-year-old girl. So, uh, after driving off to their secluded spot, the two men forced Cindy to strip. Biddicker left while Norris raped her in the van, and then they switched places, and Biddicker had his turn. The two men later, uh, and this is according to Roy Norris later, he said this, they argued over whether or not they should kill their victim. Roy Norris said that he wanted to spare her, and Bideker pushed to kill her. And they eventually decide to kill her. And for her part, all Cindy asked for uh, at the end was... Because she knew she was dead. She asked for a moment to pray. She didn't get it.
0: Once they were done... Look, I'm not a fucking religious person, but really? You're yeah. you're doing all that shit? You could at least let her fucking pray.
1: Yeah. Insane. Just the worst of the worst here. Uh, once they were done, before even letting her pray, uh, Roy tried to strangle C- Cindy... But he only managed to have the strength and nerve to do it for a little bit, and he freaked out after about 45 seconds, and he ran to the front of the van and threw up. Uh, Bitteker was able to choke Cindy into unconsciousness, but he just couldn't finish the job. He couldn't. I, I don't know if he didn't have the strength or the stamina to do it or whatever, but uh, he basically choked her into unconsciousness. And then here's where the toolbox thing comes in, because they're called the toolbox killers. Actually, they're called the toolbox killer at first. Killer, but then they found out there were two of they them. They thought yeah.
0: that it was one person, yeah. They, they it was because things that were used were in a toolbox. Like, right, it would
1: be found in a common toolbox. Right, they they bent a wire coat hanger around her neck and then tightened it with vice grip pliers until she stopped convulsing. Yeah, and then Bittaker and Naris wrapped Cindy's body in a shower curtain and threw her into a nearby canyon. Bittaker believed that the animals would destroy any evidence that the animals would basically eat her body and nobody would ever be able to tie back. This is pre DNA. This is pre any of that shit uh so they didn't worry about like rape, the rape stuff or anything like that they thought the animals would eat her and nobody would even know who it was a little over two weeks later the two claimed another victim andrea hall an 18 year old hitchhiker the two had changed their technique a bit a bit here biddicker did all the talking and pretended to be alone while roy hid in the back of the van biddicker offered andrea a drink and uh once she was in the van because she did accept the ride this time and when andrea went to the back to get a drink that's when Roy Norris grabbed her and subdued her. The two men took her back to the hideaway. They proceeded to rape her before stabbing her with an ice pick. And th- th- they felt at that point that took too long, so they strangled her again. And again, once she was dead, they threw her off her cliff. The sadistic third act of the Toolbox Killers was a double murder.
0: Yeah, I read the uh, ice pick thing, and that kind of fucked me up <clears throat> when I was reading about it, because that's how my that's how my cousin was killed, my cousin Johnny. Right, he was stabbed in the back of the head with a nice pick. So when I when I read that, it just was like, because you don't know many people that have been killed with a nice pick, right? You don't really hear about that, and so I've lived with that, you know, most of my life, um, you know, since I was seven years old. And uh, yeah, dude, it, like when I read that, I'm like, oh fuck, okay. Like I felt, I felt, I, I guess, really, I felt bad for all all of the victims. But just that one, it was like closer, I guess. You know what I mean? It hit, right. it hit closer to home than the others, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. And it became part of their MO too. The, the sadistic third act of the Toolbox Killers. Well,
0: that was the first one I that I read. Yeah. Now
1: uh, uh, this this next one was a double murder. Fifteen-year-old Jackie Gillum and six and thirteen-year-old Jacqueline Leah Lamp were hitchhiking along the Pacific Coast Highway when Bittaker picked them up. He offered them marijuana. And they accepted. Is that Do you pronounce that Leah or Lee? Because I would always say that name is Lee. I would always say Leah. L-E-A-H. I would always say Leah. Leah? Like L-E-A, I would say Lee.
0: Yeah, but it, I guess it really depends on the person. Yeah. You know, but it's pro- it probably is Leah. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. I
1: think I did used to say Leah. Or Lee would be like L-E-I-G-H or something like that. It could yeah. be
0: whatever. It could be, you know. Okay.
1: The girls realized something was wrong when the van went off the Pacific Coast Highway. Jacqueline tried to escape, but as she tried to run out the back of the van... Roy Norris is back there. He emerged from his hiding spot and hit her in the back of the head with a bag full of weights. The victim struggled mightily, but they were subdued and subjected to two days of torture, many of which was much of which was videotaped. And I know you're saying I think this might have been the one where they were kind of even encouraging them to scream louder when they would. So, you know.
2: I, yeah, I didn't think you were just going to
0: throw it out there like that. I thought that maybe it was. Already, yeah, uh, that's the thing. He was he was saying, like, scream louder scream louder like as mm-hmm. she was screaming they were like it was like a fucking game like it wasn't real it wasn't like this is a somebody being really like raped and tortured uh it was like like it was fucking fake like like, like a director telling all right no come on i need you to scream louder like this is somebody saying scream like you know how sadistic and fucking nuts that is oh completely yeah like yeah now, this name, Jackie, how do you pronounce her last name? Uh, Gillum is what I said. Gillum. Is it Gillum? Because I thought I read it as Gilliam.
1: I thought I read Gillum.
0: Okay. But I heard somebody say, G- G- see, it was, but it was spelled like G-I-L-L-I-A-M because I think I think that that's how they had it written. You may you may have had it right. They may I have, may have it wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I remember them saying uh, they were saying Gilliam. And I was like, that name's probably Gilliam. Or Gilliam? Maybe it was. Maybe it was. But I remember them saying. The point is, is that they said Gilliam. Yeah, it's definitely g-i-l-l-a-n Right? Or no,
1: it is. No, you're right. It is
0: Gilliam or Gilliam. Well, it's probably it's probably Gilliam. Yeah. But they. But it is I A M. Oh, it is I A M. Yeah, because okay. I just. The, yeah. But that's not. That's not even the point that I'm making. It's it's. It's the. Would you say Jill or Gill? I would say Gilliam, and I would say Gilliam, yeah.
1: Yeah, because there's a basketball player Armand Gilliam. Right. I, I would say. Thinking.
0: I would say Gilliam, and I heard somebody like in the one thing that I was watching that they said Gilliam, and I'm like, somebody also said Bittaker. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Bitaker
1: right but it, like, it is gilliam i have it i haven't misspelled here it's gilliam no no
0: no, no that, G- yeah Julian. that's not yeah. even what i was calling attention to It was just yeah. the the jill versus gill part but anyway okay so uh so this is the video showing roy uh norris forcing jackie uh gilliam to pre- uh pretend to be roy's cousin right and that's why I we th- fantasized about
1: yeah and that's why i think that relative that that kind of got him kicked out of his house when he was 16 gotcha might have been the cousin because yeah, he made Jackie Gilliam pretend to be his cousin while he was raping her. Uh, she was also brutalized. So
0: that's weird. There's the fantasy shit that I was talking yeah. about. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's it's like it, they separate. I think they separate fucking reality and fantasy. Like, they do all this. Sh- like, it's a fucking game. Like, I, and then they probably just don't care about it, whether or not it's permanent.
3: Right.
1: And, uh, and and Jackie was also brutalized. She had her breast stabbed with an ice pick. Uh, part of one of her nipples was twisted off with pliers. Again, fifteen-year-old girl. We're a fifteen-year-old girl. Um, Roy Norris eventually testified that he pressed Bitiker to get Jackie's murder over quickly because she was more cooperative. But the Bitiker declined, saying, "No, they only die once anyway." And like most before, she was stabbed and strangled. Uh, as far as Jacqueline Lamp, the younger one, the thirteen-year-old uh it's believed she may not have been raped uh she was forced to post her sexual pictures again 13 yeah um and she's but it said uh according and this is all according to roy norris's confession later it said that Bittaker shouted you wanted to stay a virgin now you can die a virgin and then roy norris hit her with a and sh- uh, in the skull with a sledgehammer uh, and then she survived that and then Binnicker strangled her while Norris continued his assault. Like just kept hitting her with a sledgehammer. While she was being you know, strangled.
0: I, it sounded like you were going to say hit her with a shovel, and I was going to go hit her with a shovel. And I'm like, I can't even because that yeah. ICP line that that we we would always joke about. And I literally in my mind, I go, I can't even like yeah. I can't even find myself to really want to make jokes. And uh, per I, the killer, and I know that that's part of our fucking thing. Like it's part of our thing where where we do. we'll we'll we'll, you know we'll we'll make a joke never about the person dying right and try to be as respectful as possible but we'll make a joke if it's Mm -hmm. you know i just i feel so sick to my stomach like with this it could be all the food that i just ate or or it could be how disgusting this fucking case is or it could be
1: both or it could be both
3: yeah it's probably both
1: uh the killers mo uh both victims are thrown off a cliff uh, and Bideker and, and Norris didn't even bother to remove the ice pick from Jackie's skull. Like, when they found her, it was still there. And uh, the next target was Shirley Sanders. She was 16, uh, brutally raped, but she was able to escape with her life. She actually got away from them. Even though she was maced and beaten, she got away from these two. Uh, but she was so distressed, and she, like I said, she was maced and, and just like couldn't even give any anything that that could narrow it down they couldn't get a good enough description or a description of a van or a license plate number uh but she did get away with her life Uh, she was the only person that was a, that we know of that was attacked and survived uh the toolbox killer struck one last time on halloween night 1976 shirley ledford also 16 hitched a ride with them after enjoying a night out and then she was overpowered she was bound with construction tape uh, she was the one. I, I, I had it wrong earlier. She was the one that was kept was being goaded to sc- scream louder as uh, Lauren Spinnaker just beat her with his fist and also with a hammer. She was the one that they wanted her to scream
3: louder.
0: Um, I knew a girl that was hit in the head with a hammer. She was uh, back in 1999. I um, I worked at UPS, and uh, I made friends with this girl who I had actually have heard about. I heard about her. Uh, previous to work you know uh prior rather the uh prior to working at Mm -hmm. ups i had heard about her she was a local cop who was suspended for uh apparently stripping oh like as a side job no in 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 the oh in in the police station oh wow what happened was and this her this is her side of story that the, like, I guess it was like a female police chief or something mm-hmm. in Dar- uh, Like, do you remember this? Do you remember this? Guys? No, I don't. Not at all. Uh, apparently she had like beef with her. Like she didn't like her. And what happened was that she was changing and a guy came in mm-hmm. as she was changing. And like, they only had like one changing room. Right. Cause it was mi- mainly men. And she was like the only female mm-hmm. cop. And so she's getting changed in the, in the like locker room or whatever and a guy comes in and kind of rats her out. It was like, "Oh, she's taking her clothes off." Right. Even though she was just getting changed. Mhm. And they go up and, ma- and maybe it wasn't maybe it was the mayor. But there was a female mayor, right? Yeah. She had like beef with her. Okay. And she got suspended. Mhm. And so I worked with her at UPS. Right. And she would give me ride like give me like a ride home. If I wasn't getting rides from my Uncle Moose. Right. And uh, I had had issues with uh, some skinheads. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually befriended some of them. I became friends with some dudes because I was going through some shit. I was 19 years old, going through some bullshit. Became friends with some, quickly ended. It didn't, it did not last long. Uh, but I was getting threatened by some and actually the the dude, they they beat another skinhead in a head with a hammer and uh they dumped his body in a sh- in a shopping cart and left him in a playground and the one dude got he 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 took off i think he was like picked up like in like washington or something like that right and um he he got caught and then he went away for but he was only away for a few months I guess maybe he like snitched on the other dude and then he was released or whatever it was. But during this whole time, I became friends with this girl who stayed friendly with him and, and all these other people that were running in that group because I was kind of like, I was so like, at the time, I'm like, what, what, like, what is this fucking? I was going down some weird path and like hanging around weird, like, wrong people and all this shit. And then like some of these girls, like, you start to hear these like horror stories. And as one girl told me that she uh she got wrapped up in an American flag uh-huh. and hit in the head with a hammer and had to get all these staples in her head by this dude. Right. Right? Who ends up being with this other dude who, you know, who I don't know which one hit the dude in the head with a hammer, mm-hmm. but uh like this was their mo, like right. hitting people a with, with a hammer, uh. So like, I'm like, my my question to her was, why do you still hang with
3: these right. people? Yeah,
0: like run, get mm-hmm. the fuck away, you know what I mean? Like just get away from this. It it was a scary situation, and so I would get this ride home from UPS by this this girl who was a cop who used to also hang around when she was a teenager with skinheads right and she was like i get where you're coming from i understand just you know there's frustration and you know you could get lost sometimes Mm -hmm. and i used to actually she she was friends with uh some she was still friends with with different cops and i would get like a police escort home yeah because uh there was this like fear that the you know that i was going to fucking get killed Mm -hmm. by these fucking skinheads you know so when i'm reading shit about like this dude beating you know a girl with a hammer it's like it just just like throws me back to when i'm 19 and i'm listening to these stories about like it's how scary is that yeah terrifying you know like but 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 these are life lessons and as a dad who you know who has a 10 year old little girl who's she's gonna be 11 soon you know and i have two sons like Man, my job is to, is to to the best of my ability is to to tell them, make better fucking decisions because my parents were my parents are my parents never would have pushed me in that direction. Look, you can become friends with fucking whoever, but, you, you know, like, like they blame me for shit, it's, you know, like, like it was my fault. Like, like one time the uh, these uh, skinhead dudes uh, had my phone number changed because I had my own like private phone number in my bedroom. Right. And they had it forwarded. My number forwarded. So if you called my phone number, it was actually forwarded to a White Power hotline. And they try calling my phone, and it goes to that. And they were like, "Like, what the fuck did you do?" And I was like, "What? I didn't do this. I was sleeping when all this stuff happened, you know? Like, because they were just saying. I guess they pretended. I don't know how they did it. Mm-hmm. So we had to have passwords put on everything. Right? It was like it, it was insane. But anyway, um, yeah, dude, it's like. You just got to make better decisions, and you know, like for these little girls, I don't know what their situation was. I don't know what it was like. I guess in the '70s, shit's different. Yeah, pitch
1: hiking was a more prevalent thing. Back I, I'm going to
0: be, I'm going to be a fucking helicopter parent and never let my daughter go out like, <laughs> by yeah. herself. I'm so scared of that in this, in this fucking world, man. I'm so fucking scared of that. And and
1: like the others before her, sadly, Shirley Leonard Ledford was raped, stabbed, strangled, and thrown off a cliff. It, it, it just, there's no sugarcoat in what happened here. Yeah. Uh, the same, same same as before. And who knows how long this reign of terror would have lasted had Roy Norris not talked. An old prison buddy of Roy's tipped off police after Roy told him of his and Bittaker's exploits. So basically, Roy bragged to some ex-con that he used to know from inside that they were raping and killing these girls and... Uh, throwing them off cliffs and they told police this ex-con told police and shirley sanders once they they got these names they had their mugshots and everything from when they were locked up they took them and they made a lineup for shirley sanders and she picked bitteker and roy norris out oh shit and so they had their guys they were uh bitteker and norris were soon arrested 500 photographs were found in the murder mac some of them were of the victims. Uh, some were of women who had no idea they were having their picture taken. I guess it would just like stick the camera out the window and like st- just take snapshots of people. Uh, they had recordings, video recordings, audio recordings. Shirley Ledford's mother actually identified her daughter's voice on an audio tape found in the van, and Shirley's bracelet was found in, in Roy's apartment. So on November 30th, 1979. So this is a little more than a year after Bittaker got out of jail, a little less than a year after Roy Norris got out of jail.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The, uh, they were—it was 10 days after they were arrested. They were arrested on November 20th, 1979. On November 30th, Roy Norris turned state's evidence and confessed to his part of the crimes. And he portrayed Lawrence Bittaker as the mastermind and the more bloodthirsty of the two. He said uh, eventually—and again, take this for the grain of salt because he might be trying to save his own ass— he said that he only went along with the murder part of it because he was afraid of Lawrence Spittaker. He's like, if if I don't kill the girl, he might kill me.
0: Um, going back to what I was talking about earlier with that that uh, Nazi shit, you know, the skinheads. That was a lot of the same like same stuff. Apparently, the one guy went along with the other guy because he was afraid, mm-hmm. and 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 then the one guy killed the other guy. Like the one dude got killed because they were afraid of him, right? So this and th- this would be like if Roy Norris went and killed Bittaker because he was scared of Bitteker, like yeah. of how crazy Bittaker was. Absolutely. So it was like, I had to kill, you know,
1: if that, if that, what these, and other... I think that's a lot of times why people don't run away because they're scared. And like, and I know we talked about this on, uh, we had a story way back when about a domestic thing and women who are fleeing abusive relationships in that week or two weeks. I forget the exact stat before they are not before they, that, that week to 10 days or whatever it is, week to two weeks, after they finally leave an abusive relationship, they are, I believe, 600% more likely to be killed. Wow. So that's l- that's why a lot of people don't leave and don't run away, because they're fucking scared. Jesus. And that's why people get trapped in abusive relationships, because they're fucking scared. Uh, but anyway, uh, back to this story. Um, after a three-week trial in March of 1981, Roy Norris was sentenced to 45 years to life in prison, with parole possible after 30 years... Lawrence Bittaker was sentenced to death. Norris claimed that fear of Bittaker, as I said earlier, was what prog- uh, progressed from rapist to murderer. Yeah. Appeals, legal wrangling, and capital punishment in California being in a state of flux kept Bittaker alive for, for decades. While he was in jail, he kept filing a series of nuisance lawsuits against the prison system. Just as an example, he alleged he, he was uh, the recipient of cruel and unusual punishment when he was served a broken cookie. Um... <laughs> Okay. I think there was something where like he started smoking cigarettes and then he sued the or uh, followed the thing uh because he was now addicted to nicotine and they wouldn't let him have it. Just things like that. And the reason he was doing this it was all these nuisance lawsuits because all these lawsuits would have to be clear it, it up. Yeah, be, they would have to be cleared before it could be executed.
0: Yeah, it would tie it would tie I and mean, prolong. Wow. Bittker was
1: smart. He's an evil guy, but he was a smart guy. 138 IQ. Bittaker uh was eventually declared uh what they call a vexatious litigant in nineteen ninety three, which is basically when you're labeled as somebody who who just files nonsense lawsuits.
0: <laughs> was he my dad? <laughs> Maybe. And
1: what this did is it basically barred him from filing any more lawsuits. Yeah. So if I'm in the prison, I would just be like fucking with him nonstop after that. I'd be hitting him with a hammer.
2: Well
0: What's he gonna do? me? I don't know. You can't you can't fucking I mean, you can, obviously, because they yeah. did it, but there's got to be there's got to be some way around like that you can.
3: Right. Yeah, I don't know how it would
1: work. Yeah. However, um,
0: Lawrence Spinnaker never faced his date with the executioner.
1: And to this day, California technically has a death penalty, but there's a long-standing moratorium on executions. I think it's actually very similar to what's going on in Pennsylvania right now, where they have a death penalty. Like, it's not officially repealed but the governor won't sign death warrants just like i,
0: I what think i think that when when people hear that you're against a death penalty they think that you're pro murderer right and if anybody's pro look like let's 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 talk uh let's talk right wing versus left wing at this point red versus blue liberals are typically bleeding heart we want life right, right. And, then, and then you could say well we want people to live well yo except for when it comes to abortions okay because it's a little different like we're not count we're counting that as not a as as a person it's out in the fucking living world right um like going back to like what we talked about uh ear- earlier um it's a little different like we're talking about like l- like life now like we don't want to send our kids to war and stuff like that right we don't want somebody that might be innocent being killed just, you know, because of maybe. Like I am a little bit a little I my my I'm a little bit more loose I guess than you are with when it comes to uh the death penalty. Right. Like you're you're very much like no, I am 100% against the death penalty. Mine is like in a case like this I won't mind it. I, I get what you're saying. I, I'm
1: still against it, but I get what you're saying. Right. And and with California, no one in the state has been executed uh, since January of 2006. Clarence Ray Allen was the last Californian to be executed. And Bitteker, it would have never, ha- never going to happen, even if they bring it back, which California is so liberal, I doubt they're going to bring it back. I don't think you're going to see anybody executed in California for a long time. Yeah, but that's um, the
0: thing is that is that people will see that as like, well, you, you know, you're you're against it, so you must be for no. these murders. That's no, not how it no, works. No,
1: that's not how it works. Uh but on December 13th, 2019, so about a few about months ago, 3 months ago, Lawrence Bittaker, age 79, died of natural causes. Hmm. And Roy Norris was first eligible for parole in 2009. Again, it was a 30-year sentence. Or at 45-year sentence, uh, 30 years, he would be eligible for parole. And he, or 45 to 60, 30 eligible for parole, sorry. He was automatically denied in 2009, and further parole attempts were deferred for 10 years because he didn't show up to his hearing. I don't know if he did that on purpose. Like, I, I haven't paid my dues yet or whatever. I don't know what the deal was. But, uh, so he was barred for parole for 10 years. He did attend when he was up for parole in 2019, but he was denied. Well, with that, I mean, he still has time. You know what I mean? Because no, 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 he doesn't. What? Uh, what do you mean? The reason we picked this topic without knowing how heinous it was. Roy Norris died on February 24, 2020. He died about a week ago. Yeah. Uh, so now they're both dead, and uh, I don't believe in execution, but the world is a better place without. Good riddance. Them. Yeah not going to lose any sleep over these two being gone. Uh, and and the unthinkable actions of the toolbox killers didn't just haunt the families of the victims. Obviously, you know, we can, we've we've
0: been gushing about how bad it was this whole time. My thing is is when you know you're you're telling people to scream louder. Yeah. Uh I it, it might just be a few simple words to somebody to you know, maybe somebody is like okay, so why? He said scream louder. It's a real. It's real life. Imagine being that girl. Yeah, that is that is when you're screaming torture. When yeah. you're screaming for your life, and you're screaming to to the top of your lungs because you're so fucking scared, and you know how final this moment is, mm-hmm. and somebody is telling you to scream louder. Do you understand how sick that is? Oh yeah, you do. No, it's it's incredibly sick. Yeah, <laughs> are you? That
2: it, sick? It's
1: ten sick. It's ten sick. <laughs>
0: that's like the magnitude of of like just this whole thing is like th- just when i when i read that when i heard these things and then you hear like that they were taping they were recording it mm-hmm. for their pleasure
3: yeah yeah it's insane it's it's as bad as it gets
0: and
1: and, and the people around him the people around the trial they uh, had had problems too up uh, steven k we talked about him earlier he was one also prosecuted the manson family said uh that lawrence biddicker was the worst killer la ever saw he suffered from recurring nightmares for about two years after the trial he would have nightmares where he was about to save one of the girls and couldn't he couldn't get there in time
0: yeah i i don't know if, did i say it earlier that that they played in court they played the the, the recordings if not fuck it, i'll say it again uh they played the recordings for people in the court and people ran out of the courtroom crying and puking yeah. mm-hmm. throwing up because of what they heard because it was they were that like like it was that fucking traumatizing right. and disturbing that people fucking ran out of the courtroom to go puke mm-hmm. and one of the head cops in charge of
1: investigating the murders was a guy named paul bynum he actually killed himself in 1987 and he, had, he left a 10-page suicide note, and in that note, he said he was haunted uh, by these two guys, and he feared that they were going to get out of prison somehow. And that was one of the things that kind of led to his, his uh, suicide. So, yeah, they, they left a mark not just on their victims and their victims' families, but even the people whose job it is to deal with criminals. They were too much for them. And that's pretty much all we we have for. Well, that's that good story. because
0: I never want to talk about them again. I'm glad they're dead. Yeah, pretty much. That's. Now uh, it's time for who died the worst. It's time for another game of who died the worst.
1: That's right, everybody. It's not who died the funniest. It's not who died the first. The name of the game is Who Died the Worst. If you've never listened before, then this is how it works. I'm going to give Jackson Wells over here three stories. He's going to tell me which of these three died the worst.
0: You know it's it I, you see you you know how quickly i was just trying to get the fuck away from that mm-hmm. like i said fuck them they're dead let's go and i was like who died the worst and it's, you know goofy game show fucking it's almost like we should have had nate re it, like it all somber and now, uh, sorry. And now no no not not sad like that like more like like a serious fucking tone
1: <laughs> now i feel like we're kind of shortchanging other murder like H.H. Holmes, easy. That's fine. We again, can... again, like I said, it's almost like it's black and white, cartoonish. I right, fine. Like, uh, eh, fucking John Wayne Gacy. That's who we're doing next week. He's pretty bad too.
0: They're all bad. Any yeah. murder is bad, but but when they're telling fucking scream louder. Like I said, I think some of these some of these murders, I think, are fantasy. This is a little fucking different. This is just it was disturbing. It's fucking.
1: No, nah, yeah, totally. Alright, so, who died the worst? I'm going to give you three stories. You're going to tell me which of these three died the worst. And the uh, kind of connecting theme, the connecting tissue between these murders. Or not murders, these aren't murders, these are just deaths. Murderers' part is over. This is just the who died the worst part. These are all connected to the the Golden State, California. Okay. Alright, so... Number three. Maybe. Well, time will Call come. my shot. Babe Ruth. Call your shot. Well, he was number three. You're right. Babe Ruth was number three. Number one is Humberto Hernandez. Oh, I love him on Monday Night That's Real. Humberto Carrillo. Mm. And you don't love him.
0: I love uh, the other Humberto. And his name
1: is Dominic, by Actually,
0: the way. Actually, I was talking about Angel Garza. Oh, okay. Yeah, I
1: do love him. His name is Humberto. But this man's name is Humberto Hernandez. Humberto. Humberto Hernandez. Mm-hmm. He was a 24-year-old resident of Oakland, California. Oakland. And Humberto was killed after being struck in the face by an airborne fire hydrant. What? What had happened was a oh, car. Fuck,
0: man! I'm changing my fucking number.
1: <laughs> a car had passed by. Yeah. And the car hit the fire hydrant. Okay. And kind of loosened it. Well, and the the water is going to shoot it. Exactly. Up. The water presser. Yeah, it propel it. And it might have even knocked it over to the side a little bit, so it didn't propel it straight in the air. Right. The water. Pr- uh, the water presser shot the hydrant Oof, right at Humberto. Like a projectile missile. With lethal force. Oh my goodness. So the number, that number one. Is you're walking down the street, there's a car hits a fire hydrant. Yeah. Bam, you take a fire hydrant to the face and you're dead.
0: All right. That's like, that's like the weirdest fucking Rube Goldberg. It's like a
1: Final Destination thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, no, it's like, it's like, like a game of mousetrap. Like,
1: yeah. Which is a Rube Goldberg. It's only two steps. Car hits, hydrant, hydrant hits face. It's not that elaborate.
0: Well, they got to the point.
1: Yeah, it was a very simple Rube Goldberg device. Yeah, it was a device. Right, it was a fire hydrant. There was two steps.
0: Yeah, you Rube.
1: Well, you do love Goldberg.
0: I do. I like calling people Rubes too. Yeah, I call people Rube all the time on on the internet. So our next, uh, our next, I want that as a shirt. Like instead of YouTube, like you Rube. Okay. Yeah, that would work.
3: Yeah, it'd be cool.
1: Death number two is a gentleman who died in Bakersfield, California. Oh, I know a dude from Bakersfield was his name Jose Luis Ochoa. No. He's not the guy that died here.
0: No, I did I did know a guy from Bakersfield years ago. Yeah.
1: Okay. And and uh, Jose Luis Ochoa died on January 30th, 2017. Police responded to a call of dis- a distress call and they found out that Jose
0: was attending a cockfight. Okay. Well, he's uh, you know that that that's very big in in uh, like Spanish cultures. And apparently
1: this rooster in the cockfight Approached Jose. Um, oh no! Someone had attached a knife to the bird <laughs> in the name of the sport, okay. and the bird pecked at Jose's leg. Yeah, uh, and caused quite a bit of bleeding. <laughs> Fucking Jose like was battle taken... like battle chicken. Yes, Jose was taken to the hospital, uh, but doctors were unable were unable to stop the bleeding, and he later died. So death number two is. A man loses a cockfight to a rooster with a knife attached to it. That is death number two. Does this... Death by cockfight. Does this
0: fucking chicken understand that this is uh, this is not the sharks and the jets? I don't think he does, or he wouldn't have done that. Oh, okay. This
1: is a little amuse-bouche. We had to go a little levity here uh, for this episode. Uh, death number three. Yeah. Uh, this is going to take us to a uh, a, a very upscale country club like, like in bourgeois? a in a california orchard yeah Uzi? a uh a country club and this is gonna Oity-toity. be yeah it's 58 year old deborah bedard uh, of san jose california okay she was riding in a golf cart and holding two wine glasses
0: oh she's double fisting uh, up in san Jose,
1: double fisting some wine in a golf cart at a country club san Jose, when she fell out of the golf cart yeah and landed on the broken shards of glass that were under her. Okay, which cut her up and made her die of her injuries.
0: Yeah. All right. So, so I'm, just to recap. Yeah. Number one, fire, number one hydrant, flying fire hydrant. Fire hydrant. Yeah, like propelled fucking fire hydrant. Death number two is cockfight. By the way, that fire hydrant would have been on a playset in some fucking 1980s toy for like cops or something like that. Yeah. Where like you you press a button and it, and it shoots a fire hydrant at right, somebody. Yeah. Uh huh. Death number one, fire hydrant. Death yeah. number two, cockfight. Cockfight. Death number three, falling with, with, off a golf with cart. death chicken.
1: Does death number three still win the golf cart?
0: No, it does not. Okay. Actually, it's the first one eliminated.
1: Okay, so we're down to Humberto and Jose.
0: Yeah. Uh, so initially, I'm like, nobody's ever going to beat number one. Right. This is going to be the best one of all time. And then you told me about the crazy chicken with a fucking knife. <laughs> Which is funny as shit. Sorry, uh, dude. But guess what? Don't be in a fucking cockfight, you cock. You piece of shit. Fuck you. I'm glad you got fucking stabbed. Jesus. Uh, He's fucking trash. How do you say trash in Spanish? I don't know. I
1: should know that, I feel like.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should go to the biblioteca and find out. Um, The biblioteca's closed. It's almost fucking midnight. uh, (laughs) Oh. I think Brian Regan had a bit about, about, uh, like, how come... We, we never use these like Spanish fucking phrases that we get basura taught. by the way basura is trash okay sure um I don't
1: know how you say rubbish in in Spanish you, well
0: I don't because it's a new word um number two is crazy and I love it mm-hmm. uh but it is not the winner the winner is number Fire one hard. I think number two wins the
1: honorary. Jean Baptiste Lully Award, where you're not the worst death, but you're going to be remembered. You're going to be remembered, like Jean Baptiste Lully, the didn't, dancer, didn't win. Yeah, well, he he danced did. to his death. Well, he hit, he's the one that stabbed himself, and then he didn't want to get his leg amputated because he didn't want to. He, he then he couldn't dance because he really wanted to dance. And he is forever the patron saint of his who died pitchers, the worst, right? But a lesser saint may be cockfight guy. But
0: my number one is of take, all time, of all time, of all time. Oh wow. Is the the flying fire I understand hydrant? Because I know you, and you're gonna be
1: nervous around fire hydrants now. F-
0: fucking flying fire plug! We have a fire hydrant, fire
1: fire, right fire. outside of uh, it's at our neighbor's house. as you walk out the door, you're gonna be nervous every time you
3: fucking go outside now.
0: Every time I see one, I'm going, I'm gonna be like, what am I gonna step on now? That that's <laughs> gonna make a fucking car come by, right? Or like, hey, car, don't ride by that fire hydrant, fire plug. Uh, as we right. say in Philly, it's like. Spicket versus faucet right you know we would say spigot so um so there's your that, ho- that's our number one Humber today Tenders. and it's my number one of all I time. think the
1: worst death for me and this is one of the times we had Nate on I think it was the guy they were in Yellowstone and the dog ran into the hot springs that's right and he that ran in bad. after him That was bad and he came out and he like he realized he was blind and he took off a sock and his skin on his feet came off with him too that's the worst for me ever
0: I guess that is worse because at least the fire
1: hydrant is quick.
0: Yeah. No, like, you're right. You're right. But this is up I mean, there. the other with- one is is maybe not as bad because just don't go to Yellowstone. Like, I'm no, re- but that's not that's different. But you should know about the hot springs and shit. Like, yeah, like, but it was like, like an instinct. Like, like, with dog, cart, yeah. like, with the golf cart. Like, with <sighs> the golf cart. Like, dumb fucking drunk shit happens all the time. Yeah. It's like eh, it's unfortunate, but whatever. The cockfight thing. Fuck you. Uh, I'm not like i'm not but the fire hydrant like that was not his fault at all right that's like saying well he shouldn't have been outside like fuck you like that's not how it works um the golf cart one is kind of her fault for being drunk and double fisting fucking uh man so so like like two and three could have been prevented
3: yeah
1: one One is just dumb luck
0: one is dumb dumb yeah it's just like like yeah. yeah, it could have been prevented if he were not outside. It's like if, if a, they didn't have fire hydrants or cars. It's like getting hit by a fucking meteor. It's just like yeah. there's nothing you could have done. Or like in Donnie Darko, when the fucking yeah, the engine, plane, yeah, the, you know, f- f- whatever the fuck it was, falls and crushes, his, hits his house. So there you yeah. have it. Uh, there you have it. There's your winner. There's your who died the worst. And fuck, uh, fuck Roy Norris and Lawrence. Fucking. Uh, Bitteker. they're bad men. Fuck them. I, I, I said I don't men. want to say their names again, but I'm so fucking annoyed with with how disgusting it is. I don't know why this this bothered me so so much more than than the other ones that we did. Um, next week we're going to talk about John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm probably, probably going to be really fu- But but there it's we go. Not, no, he's awful. Listen, I want you to understand what I said in this like earlier in this episode. I want you to retain that and let that carry over to the next episode. We should do that for these fucking things like hi. I'm Jackson Wells, and I want you to know that you're trash if you fucking wear John Wayne Gacy or any right. other serial killer on your shirt. You're rubbish. You're rubbish. Don't do that.
3: Right.
0: Respect the respect the 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 victims' families, the victims themselves, um friends and families like like you don't don't disrespect him and make a mockery and, and fucking again, glorify these things. And don't, you know, I don't want to hear like, Oh God. Oh, whatever. Uh, Yeah, sure. I'm a, I'm a fucking, because you're a piece of shit and I'm a good guy for that, (laughs) for the I AM. And, and, and me, me bragging about it doesn't make it not, you know, it doesn't make, doesn't like make my point moot, you know, it's not like it's a, it's not a salient point right because it is. is mm-hmm. you're a piece of shit if you think that that's okay like stop doing that stop be a better person like get rid of your shit if you have a, a fucking if you have a, a jeffrey dahmer phone case get rid of the phone case don't do that stop glorifying that shit they're real people fucking yeah, you yeah. can re- do put Skeletor on your shit you know what i mean Skeletor. Always skeletor, yeah. Yeah, you should check out the uh Toy Fair 2020 uh, fucking upcoming uh there 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 are not only one but uh two I believe uh toy lines on for Masters of the Universe coming out this year. Not only the the fucking cool, they're doing the origins, but they're doing uh the filmation one. So mm-hmm. fucking cool. They have G.I. Joe, they have all kinds of crazy shit coming out this this year. So we we, we talk we typically talk true crime. But uh, I, I want to take this. Uh, I want to take a moment here to talk about the cool shit. Living Dead Dolls has a Scooby Doo line coming out. Uh, a ghost Face from Scream is coming out, which you know I love. Scream. Oh yeah, yeah. It's also it's it's up there with one of my favorite Who Done It movies. I think it was
1: on your list when we did that episode.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: I think it was on my list. Too.
0: So fucking cool. They out obviously already have Michael Myers, um, Sabrina from the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, they have coming out Living Dead Dolls. There's so many fucking cool things. Uh, th- which is Living Dead Dolls is put out by Mezco. Mezco also has a line of like all these other little toys coming out. They're like like three and three quarters. Uh, the old like 1966 Batman, fucking Adams Family, uh, Space Ghost. Um, gosh, there's all kinds of uh, Batman, Superman, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, the Toy Fair 2020 this year, best fucking year for for toys. New GI Joe line coming out. Which you know me, dude. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm always talking Absolutely. about how I want new G.I. Joe toys mm-hmm. coming out this year. New fucking G.I. Joe Thundercats. They're loose. Yeah, fucking oh my god. It's insane. So you guys should go check that out. That's my plug. Uh uh if Do you have a plug? Uh kinda. Of. Well, I mean
1: I know we were talking about We plug we plug Tony no, they were, yeah, yeah, obviously, and we're both on the Tornado Tag Podcast, the wrestling show over there. Yeah, not a really wrestling heavy. I know mean, we brought some things up here, uh, like along the way, but we
0: brought it. No, we had a. I dropped yeah, a couple.
1: Yeah, the the rape and choke express or whatever the fuck. No,
0: was. I, there was stuff earlier yeah.
1: than that too. Right. No. Yeah. Uh but no. We like we're both on the Tornado Tag Podcast show. So if you like our wrestling plugs,
0: you check that you out. are an official member of the of the show. I was told because I'd never had a conversation with Tony or anybody but you about being an actual member on a thing, and you said to me, you kind of related to me that that I am, you know, I guess according to Tony.
1: There's, uh, I was told last week. There's a chair for you when you want to be there,
0: and 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 that's how I think it is. Is like when I, you know, because I like last was it last week I didn't go.
1: Right, you had you had the kids.
0: Well, I had the kids, and then I just didn't i didn't feel good i think it was last week or was it the week before
1: the week before you were there
0: i was there yeah
1: you didn't uh, go to a wrestling show with us because you didn't feel good
0: oh that's right that's what it was yeah I, I had the kids last week and i didn't go to the wrestling show on saturday um but i'll be there this this thursday yeah so uh check that out uh and then this will actually
1: be uploaded the day of that The, the day we record that show the show comes out on fridays i believe. But we're
0: it's recorded Thursday night, just like this is recorded on Tuesday, Tuesday nights, but it comes out Wednesday night going into Thursday.
1: Well, yeah, midnight Thursday. So technically like Wednesday to Thursday.
0: Yes. Uh so if you're
1: listening to this, that like the day comes out or even the the morning after, the, we mentioned the clue and you're local. You're local to us in uh in northeast Pennsylvania. If you are interested in that clue play we were talking about earlier yeah, live action clue the live action clue, yeah, clue at stage, the uh, yeah. majestic theater impossible we will be at the friday show uh maybe i'll have a few murder my dude buttons if you want to say hi to us i will absolutely uh, have murder my dude buttons if you want to say hi to us say you listen to the show we'll hook
0: you up with some buttons and we'll do uh, uh we'll do autograph signings <laughs> if you insist yeah i'll sign them. <laughs> that is my dream that is <laughs> my sign d- an autograph no well well no 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 to to from that fucking stage which you have no idea by the way uh-huh when we talked to that, when we, you know, when we were talking to that uh, that group of people mm-hmm. for, from that show, standing on on that stage, I looked off of that stage differently, I think, than you looked off of that stage. I literally mean looking off of that stage, right, into the row of seats. Mm-hmm. I looked for a few different reasons. One, I knew vaudeville came through Pottsville years ago. And I'm a big, you know, you know that I'm a big vaudeville fan. Right. Uh, Because I'm a big fan of old comedy and I love stage productions. Uh, I like stage comedy more than I like musicals and stuff. Musicals aren't really my thing. Right. I'll check. I'll check out if it's a good musical. I'll fucking check it out. But Mm -hmm. they're not typically not my thing. Uh, I do, however, like a variety show where you could have songs, but you could have different acts and stuff like that, which is why I like vaudeville. Pottsville used to be a vaudeville stop back in like the twenties, thirties, and whatever. And that theater, the Majestic Theater, was a vaudeville stop. Mm-hmm. So standing on that stage and being like, I'm in a place of history, right? Like Laurel and Hardy had a movie called Birthmarks, where in the thing they're taking a, they're on a train to Pottsville mm-hmm. because Pottsville was a vaudeville stop. Um, how fucking like how you know what I mean? Like how cool is that? So I'm in there, I'm standing there, and I'm looking off that stage, one, because of history. Right. And like really taking that in and like, dude, I'm like I looked at it different. Like, I'm a nerd like that. It's like imagine if you stand in a spot where fucking uh, Marilyn Monroe, you know, her skirts being blown right. up. Like you're, you're on that spot. It's mm-hmm. like, or you're standing in Dealey Plaza where JFK got killed. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. History, whether it's good or bad, it's fucking history. For me, it's like, this is entertainment history. So I'm looking off for that. And also too, my, one of my dreams and mm-hmm. goals is to take our show on stage and and even if it's local, even if it's just that, right? Or even if it's multiple, like you know, a few different towns. Mm-hmm. Take our show. Even if we have fifty people in the fucking crowd, and we do our show, and then we do like a little, Q, like Q and I would love to do that because that's just what I wanted to do. I I love productions. I I want I want to see more productions. I want to see more things like that. Like what was that that Prairie show? That, prairie Home Companion. Yeah, I love shit like that. I love I love different things like murder mystery stuff like I love the idea of it even if even if the execution's not that great mm-hmm. I love the idea of of right. things like that not every not everything on the stage has to just be a play there could be radio production you know what I mean right that's how shit was done back in the day and that's what I would love to see come back mm-hmm. and I hope Murder My Dude one day can be on that on that stage doing the show. And not just being up there as a guy behind a camera helping out another podcast. Right. But to be doing our podcast sitting where John fucking Fetterman sat. Yeah, our boy. Yeah. Yeah, our boy, John Fetterman. Uh our lieutenant governor. He yeah. he was on that stage. Uh but anyway to be on that stage, I, I hope that one day that we could do that, and, and we're, you know... Yeah, it'd be super cool. So that's why I, when I, I, stood, I stood there looking off of that stage for do, two different fucking reasons. Probably d- different reasons than you looked off that stage. You probably looked off that stage, you're like, how can I get off this stage?
1: No, I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, you know, you know the steps? You know where the steps yeah, are? Yeah, I knew where all the steps
0: were. But, I, but what I'm saying is, is I think that, like, when I was there, I was probably looking at it, like, in a different perspective than you were. Do you think? Like, were Maybe, you... yeah? No, yeah, I'm, but, I'm asking. You, I was like, like,
1: yeah, it would be. I, th- I thought would, like, yeah, it would be cool to do like a podcast thing there. Like oh, pod- did you really? Like a podcast festival. We never discussed it.
0: Like this yeah. is the first time we're discussing it. So I never, I never talked to you about it. I had no idea. I just figured you would have yeah. just been like, I'm on a stage. You know, that's cool that these other people do shit here. But I just figured in my mind, I just geeked out more than you know than you did uh, for being on that stage.
1: Right. And you probably did more. I thought. I, right. Like, it, it, like yeah, like cuz I know it's like a huge goal for you. It's like something I would do it, but it's not like I need to do it. Um, I
0: don't need to do it. I want right. to do it. Right. You know? It's a, it's a dream. So it's a, it's, a, it's a dream more than it's a goal. Right. You know, and I I I I want to do it more than I need to do it. I don't need to do it. I really want to do that. I I love the idea. I've seen shows like uh what are the the two girls Karen Kill, oh
1: my favorite murder my
0: favorite murder like I, i've i've watched videos with them where they where they do that yeah
1: they, bigger podcasts a lot of them like they, they, that's how they make a lot of their money is on i mean they get sponsor money but a lot of them, touring is a huge thing for
0: yeah them. and like and i watched it and i'm like we could easily do that yeah like we could easily do what they're doing they're they're doing essentially what we they do a show like just like we do a show
3: mm-hmm.
0: the, you know like they they have flubs they're, they're burping they're doing whatever you know like oh so-and-so burped let's take a shot or whatever you know they're playing right. that, that that game uh i i see different things and i'm like you know and and i saw them on there and they're just like bantering they're going back and forth and they're like they're telling the story but then they, they cut each other off to like you know like make a little comment here or whatever and it's like their there's probably their tangents probably don't go on as long as mine do and at some point at some point maybe season three i'll tighten it up
1: maybe maybe <laughs> i'm not holding my breath don't but okay
0: your, don't hold your breath yeah
1: but congratulations you- by the way i was just double checking uh this is the longest episode ever of murder my dude we beat the black dolly episode
0: you know what's hilarious about what? that is what did we talk about earlier how i wanted to i was like I you were want- like how long do you want to go i'm like i don't know however long An hour, it takes, hour like, and a like, half you're like, like nah, i like it if it's shorter like i want it shorter
1: two hours and 35 minutes right now okay yeah yeah i
0: was looking at the clock and i was
3: like oh boy <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, So, I mean, unless you have anything else, I guess we could wrap this no, up. No, but what I was saying to you earlier oh is... Oh, here we go. Th- because I, if somebody doesn't want to listen to this episode because it's it's two and a half hours, that's fine. There are other episodes they can listen to. But if they listen to other episodes of ours, I doubt that they're going to go, shit, it went over half an hour right, and a half. Yeah, sit kind of of-
1: Nobody sitting there with a stopwatch. I mean, you see how long it is when you download it. Right. But- Believe me, I know there are podcasts that go way long. Hardcore I, history goes for. But what
0: I don't like is when we're sitting there putting, like, like, it's not, like, we always talk, like, you always say to me, you're like, you know, this isn't like a corporate thing. We fucking, we, yeah, you know, yeah. we like, we don't need, but then you start, like, kind of pointing out the time to me, and I'm like, I thought we weren't supposed to care. I thought we were supposed to just free flow and let it go where, where it goes. And not care about. Well, I did it this episode because you had said specifically yeah, but, before. Yeah, but you know, but you know that if I'm going to go off, then I don't care at that point. And
1: then, like, because I don't want to be a t- at a point where Starker like, hey, can we cut half of that? I'm like, I don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, that's
1: why I always made the rule: if you want edits, you got to make them. That, that's why we made that rule. No, you're a better editor than I am, though. Um, but you're a more willing one.
0: I, I will tell. I will. I, I will let them know that there was twelve minutes. That was cut out.
1: But that was just easier because it was at the very beginning. It was beginning.
0: the very beginning. We did 12 minutes. I didn't like it. So we started over. So we've
1: literally been doing this for about three hours now.
2: Yeah.
0: Again, you're calling it out. Ah, you're, th- because I thought that's what we were talking but, but about. But that's not, now. but, but, be, yeah, we are. But, okay. But you're well, you. you calling it out is you're saying it like it's a bad thing. You know, like, it's not like, a
1: bad thing. It is what it is. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: let's do another three. I will be sleeping in three hours i'll be we're, sleeping in probably about a half we're, hour we're doing it when you're sleeping that's no a, that sounded weird yeah, yeah don't 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 uh what's if the we w- are i don't know about it Ugh. what's the word don't uh, uh, isolate don't isolate that yeah right yeah okay all right well we should probably go we should have probably went like a half hour ago nah, that's fine oh.
1: but we will see you next week with more murder my dude So I'm trying to think of ways to turn this rubbish thing into something. You need, like, the rubbish rabbit or something, like a mascot.
0: Nah, I don't like it. Rubbish raccoon.
2: There we go. Perfect. Rubbish raccoon t-shirt coming soon.